Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Uh, what are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dub? Oh, Welcome into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am uh, one of your two hosts. Uh, I am El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. Hey. And it's your chance to be somebody. 407-916-1041, 888 and star 1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. There's another way, too. It's Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. If that is funny enough, Chunks, the executive producer, will pass it along to me in here on the uh, double secret um, Instant Messenger in the studio. Tommy Babin, our director, man's the talk and roll controls. Responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Also the star of a new porn that we'll be, uh, I guess, giving out at our live broadcast at the Premier Adult Factory outlet on uh, my birthday, Friday, February 10th. That is Gibbs, new producer. He's the one who's going to screen your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. J-Dub's coming up in about 15 minutes. We did some reformatting of the show over the holiday and it's uh, the Hideout Headline Game Show. Your chance to pick up on some door prizes here in the Hideout. So uh, we have a brand new game for the Xbox 360. Nice. Also some uh, DVD prize packs. Um, the Shield Season 4 on DVD. Uh, tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports. So that is all coming up the Hideout Headline Game Show in just about 15 minutes. Also tonight, J-Dubs, a very... Uh, very special guest joining us at 7.30 after the Hideout Headlines game show. And that is the play-by-play voice of the Washington Redskins. Larry Michael will be in here to talk about the skins and the bucks this weekend, Dubs. Our old friend, Larry Michael. Um, I did the post game last year for the uh, Washington Redskins. Did Worked for the Washington Redskins radio network for, I think, two-plus years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to come in and talk about the skins versus the bucks this weekend. I believe the game's on Saturday down in Tampa. Yes, yeah, Saturday, I believe, a 4.30 game. Dubs, what is, uh, what's your prediction? Are the Bucks going to beat the Skins this go-around? Because the, the, is the Bucks who won last time, right? Yeah, the Bucks won last time. I think that was when the Bucks uh, made their Super Bowl run. It was the first round, Bucks versus Skins. And the uh, Bucks knocked the Skins out of it. Right, but, and, but earlier this year they played. Yeah, and they won that one as well. So um, we're going to get the take. Um, from someone who calls the games and has uh, not only seen, obviously, the Skins play, but also watches a lot of the tape on the Bucks and see how uh, how the teams match up. So that will happen at 7.30. Also, too, a brand-new segment that we have going on here in the uh, hideout of your open phone calls, unscreened phone calls. We call that Hey Hideout. That will go down tonight, so uh, you'll want to keep the phone numbers handy. Dubs, everyone got these iPods for the holidays. And uh, we have some warnings some special warnings to give to you about the iPod. 
Yeah, the iPod, uh, it's, it's a little bit, there's a few few little bugs in it that they've yet to work out. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, you could die. You could die from the iPod. And we're going to give you a number. Oh, that's a downer. Well, hey, it's a great product. I've owned two. Both have broken on me. You've, you've uh, played with death, my friend. I, Only I, two. Listen, I've survived. And I want to pass along... Uh, this this knowledge about the iPod and how it could kill you. You've been playing iPod roulette. You know you've t- you've uh, clicked the trigger two times. Actually, I, you don't really click it. You scroll it, and don't be racist. I said trigger. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to call you out. There's egg on my face. And did you see last night when uh when Bill O'Reilly was on David Letterman? I did not see Bill O'Reilly on uh, David Letterman. I usually watch anything that Bill O'Reilly goes on, like when he does the Daily Show or anything like that. I did not know he was going to be on Letterman, or I definitely would have watched it. You know what's funny? I, w- I was scrolling through last night, and I saw it, and I thought it was a rerun. So I went and continued to watch the rest of the Florida State-Penn State game, mm-hmm. not realizing that it was live. And then I'm hearing from everywhere how great it was because Letterman put O'Reilly in his place, essentially. Good. And we, I have the audio from it from last night because I saw it online. It seems to happen so often with O'Reilly. When he goes on someone else's show, he gets beaten like a dog. But for some reason, he continues to do it. And then when he gets beaten and goes back to his show the next day, he claims victory. Oh, yeah, he's a guy killed. I, I had a great appearance. I didn't take any crap. From uh, that talk show host, and uh, I think I, I put it over the top. It was, a, it was the best Letterman of all time. Did you see the Florida State-Penn State game? No, I didn't. Oh, man, what a great game. Last night, and I guess Bobby Bowden cried. I missed that, too, because I ended up watching Sex in the City. Yeah. Oh, While I'm... you were crying like a woman on your uh, pull-out sofa. Stroking yourself gently. It run, I run the gamut on what it is that I do, <laughs> what I like to watch. Asking your mommy why you bleed. Okay, no, what the hell's wrong with you? That isn't what I ask my mommy. Does this happen every month? Why? All right, you know what? Why? Give yourself already. No, I refuse. I don't like you being in charge of that. <laughs> uh, so it's an egg? All right, 407, not stop. 407-916-1041. <laughs> I'm gonna name this one Peppy. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's star one zero four one in your singular wireless phones. It smells odd. Stop. Okay, now you really gotta stop. Now I you. Never, I never want to drink a Bloody Mary again. Chuck job. Okay, are you done? Are you happy? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Too, I got some. Should I get special underwear for this time? I got something from the uh, Hideout Junior producer. And uh, I want to get into this. This guy gave me this long, drawn-out email. Okay. And he wanted, basically, I'll have to sum it up to you, and we'll talk about it later on in the show tonight. It's about, he's he's so in love with the, with this chick. I mean, just incredibly in love with this chick. And he doesn't want to be with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, they're great companions, the whole thing. Uh, but he wants to have sex with other women. Congratulations, you're a normal guy. Well, he the difference is he wants to tell her, and Ooh. he's like, "Hey, should I Bad come? Move. Should I come right out and should I tell her?" So we'll get into that uh, also uh, at some point this evening. Just save these girls in your phone as other dudes' names, and uh, give them a call anytime and say, "Hey, this is just uh, uh, Rob Curry from high school." 
I, I don't know why he's calling me. I, I've had his phone number for a while. I didn't remember that he still had mine. Uh, Blair and Ocala, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Blair? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I saw O'Reilly on Letterman, and I didn't think he had a hand into him, really. Really? Now, here's the reason. Now, here's the standard, because I saw it, too, and we have the audio, and we'll play it a little bit later on. Right. Um, I think the reason, there's a different standard for O'Reilly because of the fact that when he is on his show, he is such, like, he's so in power. Yeah, he pounds his chest a lot. Right? I was going to say a bully, but, you know, that would be uh, unfair and balanced. I'll just say he's so in power. But when he was when he went on to Letterman... He lost all power? He had no power. And I think that's where, like, to me and to others who have seen this, that's where it's like, wow, okay, O'Reilly is, uh, quote-unquote, not, well, he's not human. Uh, now, I, I understand uh, where you're coming from, but I, I, when he kind of confronted Letterman and told him, like, a, the, the facts, Letterman basically said, well, I know I can't argue with you point for point. No, I've got that. I've actually got that clip, and we're going to play that later on tonight, Blair. Hey, thanks for the phone call, buddy. All right, later. No, I've actually got that exact exchange. Because at one point, Letterman does say, all right, look, I'm not smart enough to debate you. <laughs> but then he says something, that, I, and it ends, uh, the way he ends the conversation is just classic. I think Letterman did well. All right, Debs, you want to break early so we can get to the Hideout Headlines game show? Oh, yeah. All right, let's do that. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Reformatted the Hideout so that you can win prizes earlier. And again, coming up at 730, we'll talk to Larry Michael, voice of the Washington Redskins, to talk about uh, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Skins this Saturday in a wild card matchup. Call now, be somebody, be a winner. In the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hideout Headlines Game Show on Real Radio 104.1. Brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market, where you can save between 50 and 70% every day. The Wholesale Furniture Market right there on 436 next to the Sam's Club. Of course, they also sponsor the headlines on the Phillips file, so we thank them for that. Um... All right, so come on in uh, to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I understand he had a busy day today and he couldn't create a new open for it, but uh, Gibbs, uh, people are already begging you to redo this open as soon as possible for the you Game Show. You heard a grown woman crying during that. So it's time for you to get That's that That's part done. of my new porno film. <laughs> um, all right, let's go ahead and start with uh, Jim and Kissimmee, who's been holding patiently for the Hideout Headlines game show. Remember, there are five categories. you got world, national, local, sports, entertainment, true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank, the opportunity for you to win some Hideout door prizes and also get caught up on the day's headlines. We'll go to Jim and Kissimmee. You ready? Hey, what's going on, Hideout? Hey there, brother. Uh, which category would you like to go with? Uh, let's try entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news with Gibbs. All right, entertainment. It's a fill-in-the-blank, and, of course, it's about Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Lindsay Lohan admitting to suffering from bulimia and becoming so thin she looked disgusting to herself in an interview in the latest issue of blank. Um, Vanity Fair? That is correct. Nice job. Oh, way. Hold on, hold on a <laughs> Pull second. Pull that out. Yeah. <laughs> um... So she checked herself into rehab. Is that what it is? Yeah, she's that's hot, ridiculous. Now I, her movies. I I've seen her too, and she did really really wither away. But she's one of those that, as skinny as she gets, there's still uh, some meat on her. Like yeah, she still bo- has her bosoms are uh... the bosoms, and she's still got that ass. Yeah. So no yeah. matter how skinny she is, she's always gonna have those she's curves. Hot. 
I, I find her very hot. Here's the thing about uh, Lindsay Lohan. She looks older than she is. Like, um, when she was even in those, the movies. Yeah. Uh, what, whatchamacallit? The, the finger trap? You know, no, not that. <laughs> the, that was the parent. The, uh. Okay, you know, already. What? You're on fire. Shock jock. But uh, what's the one? Mean Girls, I think uh. it was. And she does. She just, she looks like you know what she's going to look like when she's 45. Because she looks like that Hot. now, except without the wrinkles. Uh. Kind of like a stalker Channing, I guess. Um... 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, the Hideout Headline Game Show. Hager in Orlando, next up in the Hideout. Hey, buddy. What's going on, guys? Um, world, national, local, or sports? Which category would you like? I'll take sports. I right, hear sports with Gibbs. All right, sports. This is a true or false question. In last night's Orange Bowl, Penn State claimed a 26-23 to victory in triple overtime over Florida State after Penn State kicker Kevin Kelly made a 36-yard field goal. Uh, that's true. Actually, that's false. It was a 29-yard oh. field oh, goal. Oh, you're such an ass. <laughs> All right, that's being yeah, real. That's nitpicking. I was upset. Florida State's my team. They lost. That's though. good stuff right there. <laughs> that's being incredibly picky, Gibbs. Now, didn't he end up missing that going into overtime or going that sent it to overtime? Yeah, it was like the worst field goal kicking display ever in the history of. Now, now, Dubs, let me ask you about this. By the way, we've got a couple open lines for the Hideout Headline Game Show. 407-916-1041. As a kicker, once you've missed one, and then I think they'd missed like two or three like back-to-back, mm-hmm. where do you have the cojones to go back out there and try to kick again? And if you're a coach, when do you say, F it, it's fourth and 13. I'm just going to go ahead and... Everyone run 15- to 17-yard routes. We're going to try to make this happen. In college, the kicking is so terrible, too, where I don't see why they even try to kick uh, field goals in college. The extra points are hit or miss in college. So I, I would go for it. It would be playing Madden all the time for me and just bombing it on 4th and 20. And I think, too, your whole outlook would change if you're like, all right, we got, we got four downs to get 10 yards. So we're not going to keep going for seven and eight yard, you know, passes or even runs. We're going to be happy that, um, you know, maybe we get four yards at a time mm-hmm. or three yards at a time. Really, That's you, need, all you need you need two and a half yards at a time. If you can't get two and a half yards, then why are you in football? Yeah, you don't deserve to be in a bowl game. All right, there's controversy already, Gibbs. Okay. Hager, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, man, the Sentinel says it was a 27-yard field goal, not a 29-yard field goal. I got- all right, you know what? You're a winner. All right, Gibbs, here's the thing. That's the douche chill way of screwing up the game show. <laughs> Don't be so nitpicky when it comes to, you know, the we true are, we, false. We are trying to trick them. We're trying to find out if they know what happened. And he, if- did good, he did a good Gibbs. Uh, uh, no, he didn't. All right, here we go. Let's move on with the Hideout Headline Game Show. Let's see who's been on hold the next longest. We'll go over here to Malcolm in Orlando. Hey, Malcolm. Happy New Year, guys. And to you, buddy. World, national, or local, what would you like? Oh, I'll take the one that's true or false. All right, I'll take world. All right, here's world news with Gibbs. All right, world is uh, world's actually fill in the blank. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll take whatever you guys are giving me. All right, here it is. It's world then. All right, uh, for world I have power has been transferred from Prime Minister Ariel Sharon to Deputy Prime Minister Ehud Olmert after Sharon blank. After Sharon had a, I'll even give you a hint, had a blank. Ah, uh, he had a heart attack. Yeah, stroke. 
No, actually, I don't think that's right. It's not right. He had a stroke, not a heart attack. Yep. Oh. Stroke. So, uh, and he had one a month ago. And apparently, I was listening to this today on CNN on the XM, where he had a hole in his heart. They discovered this thing. And actually, tomorrow, Sharon was going to go in and get the little hole fixed in his heart. Well, apparently, he was on some blood thinners. Mm-hmm. And they think that the blood thinners did the thing in his head with the stroke. And that's why he stroked out, and it's really, really hardcore. Good news, though. Next year, he'll be counting down uh, the end of the year. So we're uh, really excited to see him out there making an ass of himself. He's going to come back and give speeches. Yeah. And he's going to shoot for Fidel Castro's record of, uh, what was it, six hours for one speech? <laughs> um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, two categories left in the uh, Hideout Headline Game Show. Let's go to uh, Adrian in Orlando. Which category would you like, world or national? I want to do uh, national. National or local. Here's national with um, Gibbs. All right, uh, national is a multiple choice. Um, Twelve of the miners in the West Virginia mining incident were falsely reported alive after a miscommunication due to A, lack of English-speaking capabilities, B, speaking in code over a spotty connection, C, loud digging equipment, or D, a slightly handicapped reporter? Um, C. Uh, actually, it's B, speaking in code over a spotty connection. Now, we're, uh, just in, in just a second, we're going to play some of the audio from the announcement from the head of the mm-hmm. guy who runs the company and also one of the family members who was just livid about this thing. This is This has been one of the real big stories. We'll play that for you in just a second, but let's wrap up the game show. And let's go ahead and move on. Uh, holding on uh, the next song is the phone's just jammed. Kenny, we're in Orlando. Let's wrap it hey. up with local here. All right, Kenny? You got it. All right, here's local with Gibbs. All right, local is a multiple choice. Four people, including a 17-year-old, were arrested and charged Wednesday with severely beating and robbing a Kissimmee blank in December, according to a police news release. So what did uh, they rob and beat? Um, a handicapped person. Oh, wait a minute. i got to give him his uh, multiple choice first. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry about that. A, stripper. B, homeless man. C, McDonald's window attendant. Or D, pizza delivery driver. Um, you're towing the line of screwing me over, so uh, <laughs> you have to go with B, a homeless man. Uh, actually, it was D, a pizza delivery driver. I didn't know about that. All right, Scott, it's not even close. Uh, that wasn't even close. So what was what was the story on this one? Uh, it was pretty much just a pizza delivery driver got robbed and they actually they found the guys who did it. Uh, it just says one of them was a 17 year old, so I'm guessing the other guys are older. Oh wow, I didn't. Even, I, I had heard that there was actually a whole thing about some pizza delivery drivers uh, getting jumped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one thing when you are a pizza delivery driver, you watch out for, and that's why you don't carry a whole lot of cash for change. And if people ask if you can break 100, they usually can't do it because they're afraid someone's going to uh, lead them out to a house that's not theirs and just take all the money off of them. Uh, we actually had um, like warnings posted at the place where I work because I'm a delivery driver, and they put warnings all over the place. So, like They had a list of different cars to look out for and everything. Mm-hmm. It got, of, it got crazy cars that you should worry about? Yeah, it got crazy for a while. I had no idea. Yeah, it was always a big worry when I uh, used to deliver pizzas. Well, you were in Fowlerville. It happened out there. That kind of stuff would happen. I had no idea that pizza delivery was one of the mo- one of the more dangerous gigs that you could have. As a teenager, yeah. I carry a baseball bat. I had a uh, taser with me at all times. Were you uh, shocking your taint like you do here in the show? Uh, from time to time, we'd have fun with it. 
<laughs> you it gets re- boring sometimes on a Monday night. You really would carry your uh, carry a bat around, Gibbs? Oh yeah, definitely all the time. Hey, let's play the audio from um, this this first clip. Is I guess the owner of the coal mine talking about what exactly happened um, when they the word was released that twelve of the thirteen had survived, and then as it turns out, uh, no, it was only one of the thirteen. Ooh. Around 11:45 p.m. on Tuesday evening. Rescue teams succeeded in extending their search to the production face area of the second left section. At that location, they encountered a very rough barricade structure with the 12 remaining miners that had been missing since the Monday morning explosion. The initial report from the rescue team to the command center indicated multiple survivors, but that information proved to be a miscommunication. The only confirmed survivor is Randall L. McCloy, Jr., who has now been rushed to a local hospital in serious condition. The 11 remaining miners in the barricade structure were determined by the medical technicians on the rescue team to have already deceased. Our hearts and prayers go out to each of the 13 families. We are incredibly saddened by the horrific loss of these fathers, sons, husbands, and brothers. This is definitely West Virginia. So they're saying... So according to you, Gibbs, in their hideout headline game show, it was there was a they were talking in code and someone misinterpreted the code when it was it really is supposed to be twelve of the thirteen are dead. Yeah. Instead somehow it came out twelve of the thirteen were alive. Then it started kind of spreading like the telephone game mm-hmm. and before you knew it, everywhere like on the newspapers and stuff today, people were waking up saying, Oh wow, they survived. Twelve of the thirteen survived. That's good. And, and then they came back three hours later with no 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 no. They died. 12 or 13 died, and one of them is critical. Now, from what I understand, they were all gathered in the church when this announcement was made, and they started bull rushing. And, like, one lady, they say, had to be held back by, like, six to ten people. Wow. She was so angry and, like, was going to attack. Imagine imagine what you were think- you'd be thinking if uh, you knew someone down there and you thought 12 of them survived, and you find out, no, it was reported wrong, only one. Well, here is one of the family members... Of one of the guys who died. This was your brother-in-law, Martin Bennett, who, Martin who, you, Bennett. who you believed was was alive. We thought he was out, and, and now they tell us this. This is probably the most horrible thing that's ever happened to me in my lifetime. I'm sure, Sam, that you're hurting inside. I'm hurting bad right are now. You, and you, I, I, and I, I come down here. I'm very, I'm very angry. I wanted to talk to the press. I, I think the press. I think this needs to get out to the world. I think that someone. We need some answers from someone. Did, I don't you, know did who. anybody ask questions? Did they try to get some answers? Oh, they, the they were screaming and hollering, and uh, it, it, was, it was bad. I left because I was upset. I, I, I just told uh, my friend up there, I said, I'm going down to talk to the press. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this back to the press. So that's the thing where everyone's pissed. And if, I even saw some, one of the things on CNN where they one of the moms or sisters or something came out and started talking to Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. And she's there with her kids, and she's just in disbelief and kind of in shock. And so is Anderson Cooper, because this is when they're first finding out that, all right, 12 of the 13 died, uh, not survived. Now, can you actually blame the press on this one? It seems like whoever was giving the information out is the problem, not the press who reported the information. Because apparently it was going in code. Then then, Then people who got the code of, A, it's alive, started calling friends and family, and it's kind of started spreading from there, and that's where it was 
and even some of the, I think, authority, like not authorities, but you know the people Spokesman. who run the company, yeah. were like, oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. And I, I was on CNN and uh, uh, CNN.com, and I was looking at some of the codes that they were using, and they were just ridiculous, like made no sense at all. Like I don't. Well, understand. it is West Virginia. Yeah, I, I mean, well, thinking it was West Virginia, they could have just used the regular words, and nobody really would have understood. So why were they using code? <laughs> they could just look I don't, at a exactly. Dictionary. Like they should have just used the normal words. What and, were a couple of the codes? Do you know them? Um, something about a 56er and. Free bird. <laughs> um. Now West Virginia, little no fact, great place for strip clubs. Great place for strip clubs. You can do just about anything and everything in West Virginia. Yeah, the Golden Horseshoe. Have you been there? Yeah. That was my one regret. Never making it over to West Virginia for a strip club. Never making it to Canada to party when I lived in Michigan. The Golden Horseshoe is like some kind of uh, bestiality uh, pee thing. Uh, mm, I, I would have said no, but it's kind of hard to be sure on right. some nights. All right, now West Virginia's going through a morning. Why sit here and run them down? It's like not West Virginia going through no. morning. Stuff with dollar bills that I've never even <laughs> thought were possible. Yeah, they they can use their uh, their naughty bits as like ape fingers. Okay, you know that's just dirty. <laughs> now it's really they can dis- pick bugs off of each other with them. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. Uh, coming up next, the voice of the Washington Redskins, Larry Michael, will talk to uh, talk to us about this matchup coming up on Saturday: Skins versus Bucks, Wild Card NFL playoffs. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs. RealRadio.fm is the website. Um, go to the Hideout page. A lot of stuff on there, including uh, some pictures and even some uh, audio of our days back in D.C. where we worked at the uh, mighty WJFK. Now I guess it's Free FM. <laughs> uh, but uh, the one consistent thing on there, though, is the uh, the Washington Redskins on uh, on Sundays, and it will be this Saturday. Joining us in the hideout to talk about uh, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington Redskins, the play-by-play voice of the Washington Redskins, and a very good friend of ours, one Larry Michael. Larry! How you guys been doing? Outstanding! How are you, my friend? Oh, good to hear your voice. Good to hear from you today. And uh, J-Dubs is there, I hope. How's it been? Been good, man. Been good. I'm actually outside of the sports bar here. Remember Mr. Day's down here in Arlington. Oh, nice. Doing an appearance here, so I stepped out because I didn't get very good reception inside. No. So if you hear some, uh, if you hear some sirens, they're not coming to get me. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's just DC. It's just Arlington. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, Larry, it's a big deal now. The uh, the teams played earlier this year. It was an exciting game. The Skins versus the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks come out on top of that one. Um, in the last second play by uh, by Chucky Gruden, what are you uh, what are you guys look what there in DC are you guys seeing about this Tampa Bay Buccaneer team going into Saturday? Well, I mean a lot has changed on both sides. I mean for the Redskins in that ball game, they didn't have Cornelius Griffin, their best, mm-hmm. best defensive line. They didn't have Sean Taylor, their best defensive back, and those guys were out because of injuries, and they're in this week, and they're part of the defense. It's really come on strong winning five straight. I think when they played Tampa Bay the first time, they let Sims off the hook. They really didn't get in his face much, and, and they kind of played a, a more passive defense than Greg Williams is known to play for whatever reason. I think that kind of played into it, and that allowed Sims to play a good game. And by the same token, Cadillac Williams wasn't 
100% healthy when they played the first time. So, I mean, these games are different than they were when they met before. But that game last time, I mean, there's a lot of little subplots that, that still linger from that game. And I think it's a great matchup. It's kind of like a, a rematch of a, of a controversial end to a game, a great game. So, you know, I think we'll find out who the better team is. Yeah, last week yeah, it looked like uh, the Skins got a little bit beat up. How are the DBs looking? Uh, you know, Sean Springs' his MRI came out clean. He doesn't have a tear, but he's got a pole groin, which is a difficult injury to come back from. Mm-hmm. By the same token, uh, Carlos Rogers uh, practiced last week, could have played last week, but didn't. He's back from the bicep injury, so he'll step in if Sean Springs can't play. They haven't ruled Sean Springs out, however. Uh, he's he's a pretty tough guy, and he's played with this injury most of the year. So they're hoping that, you know, a week off, some treatment. Short week work week probably doesn't help him any. He probably could have used the extra day. Uh, talking to Larry Michael, the uh, play-by-play voice of the Washington Redskins. Again, Saturday, the beginning of the playoffs, uh, Bucks and Skins, uh, Saturday afternoon. The game is in Tampa. Uh, does that does that favor? I mean, I know playing right there in Raymond James, it's got to help out the Bucks, but I would figure the Skins are probably pretty excited about coming down and playing in some good weather. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm standing outside of Mr. Day's here, and it's about, you know, 35 degrees, and it's <laughs> drizzling. But uh, but I can't wait to come down there and check out those fine Tampa Bay cheerleaders. I mean, that, that's something I, uh, I I was called down for some research on the field prior to the game by our dish guys. Uh, Edger, you know, Edger. Oh, yeah, Spoon, you betcha. Yeah, so we came down for some research and development. And, and <laughs> Couple of those, uh, couple of those cheerleaders. I, I just might have to approach this week. I'm not so sure. I mean, maybe they I'm I like a little old for them guys, but uh, but still, maybe I might have to take a shot. I'd like my you chances know? with the Carolina ones better. Yeah, the Carolina ones—they seem like the ones who are party in Tampa. That's the way you well, want to you go. Know, at it. If you want a two-girl show, that's where you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <A> bathroom stall. <laughs> uh, Larry Michael, play-by-play voice, the Washington Redskins. All right, realistically, because the Skins really were on fire, wrapping up the end of the year. Um, they looked very good. Is there any one thing that you think they're going to key in on as far as the Bucks go? Do you think it's part of, part of it is taking out Cadillac and then making Chris Sims beat them? Well, I mean, I think, yeah. But I, I think the thing is that the Redskins have a feeling that their defense uh, is, is going to play better than they did last time. Giving up 36 points is not what they're known for. And the big difference, I think, guys, is the fact the Redskins have an offense here now that is uh, is really chewing up yardage and chewing up the clock and, keeping the opposition's offense off the field. So, you know, if they, if they can continue with the ground game with Portis and continue the, the play that's gotten them the five straight wins, it's more about the Bucks having to stop that, I think. And, I, you know, Bucks have the number one rated defense in the NFL, so that's, a, you know, they might be up to the test. So, so Larry, I don't know. If uh, the Skins don't win, say they don't win, who is uh, your pick other than the Skins for the Super Bowl? Wow, man, you're you're hammering here. Nobody in the NFC. How about that? <laughs> Nobody in the NFC. Because I've seen all these teams play, and if the Skins don't win, I mean, they've beaten them all except for Tampa. Mm-hmm. Hadn't played Carolina, but they beat the rest of them. I don't know. You know, New England's got a home game this week, uh. okay? And if New England wins that ball game, which I think they will, mm-hmm. they're two games away from a Super Bowl, and they're actually peaking at the right time. I don't like Pittsburgh. I don't like Cincinnati. Jacksonville, I don't believe, has a chance up there. Denver. Uh, when, the, when the pressure's on, I think Plummer might fold. Um, so I kind of leaning toward New England. I, I don't know. Wow. I hate to say that. Yeah, but, me too. You know, even more I, than you know. even more than Indy. That is hard to believe because it seems to me like Indy got the monkey off their back earlier this year. Yeah, but you know, I don't because of everything that's happened over the last several weeks. Uh, obviously, the passing of uh, 
uh, Tony Dungy's son, mm-hmm. and, and I just don't think they're the same team. They're not clicking. I mean, this is a you know obviously it's a team game. They could still rise to the occasion, but but, but they gave momentum Dun- is so important. They gave Dungy the game ball at the end of the game last week, so I think that makes everything all better, and he's totally forgotten about yeah, it. Yeah, somehow that makes up for the loss of the son. Quick, but I would have to make note just because this is my one opportunity to be on the air with you guys. I, I would be remiss not to take a very a very serious shot. At J Dubs there because of those Detroit Lions oh. this year. Oh. It's been many, it's been many a day that I have sat there and heard the news and seen the news every day after day after day, and every time I hear it, I think of you, J Dubs. How so. terrible is it? Uh, it's the Hideout yeah. Radio one hundred four point one, talking to Larry Michael, the play-by-play voice, of the Washington Redskins, of course, Skins and Bucks this Saturday. Now you know, I don't know if you know this, Larry, but uh, Dubs bet Fez Watley of the Ron and Fez Show, now on XM202, another tattoo bet. Remember he made the ones with Don last year. Uh, right, right. He made another bet this year over the Lions versus the Bucks, and because of that game... It was so close, too. Dubs has a tattoo of Bucko Bruce on his right ass cheek. Who, who is Bucko Bruce, may I ask? The, like the Bucko, Tampa Bay Buccaneer? Yeah, the, uh, the old school logo of the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Okay, well, that's good. Just keep <laughs> your pants on, dude. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm, your, I'm a regular butt pirate now. So. Yeah, that's, that's the way it goes. Well, Larry, I'm going to try to make it down to at least visit with you guys. i got Cameron on the case of trying to get me a press pass for that. Oh, but... man, I'd love to see you, man. And I, I would just give you one parting shot for your beloved Dallas Cowboys. Okay, you know, it you hurts know, already. It hurts the already. Reason, the, reason, the reason they went belly up in that game here is... You know, recently in Washington because they took a little trip to Brokeback Mountain the day before the game. Oh, come on, what the hell? Well, they are Cowboys. I funniest play-by-play voice in the nation, and also the play-by-play voice for the Washington Redskins. Uh, I uh, do you want to make a prediction as who's who's going to win, uh, Larry? Well, I got to go with the Redskins, but I, you know, I think you know what. Tattoo back. <laughs> I got to do that. But I'm not making no tattoo yeah. bet, no. But, you know, I'll, I'll make a traditional bet, you know, maybe like drinks or something, all right? I'll tell but you what. I, I, think, I think Redskins win. I, you know, I think it's not going to be as high a scoring game. And, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, the Redskins have gone from a minus 13 to a plus one in the turnover ratio. They're just ball hawking lately. And if Tampa Bay doesn't hold on to the ball, um, I think they'll lose. Conversely, if they can hold on to the ball, and, and nullify the Redskins' ground game, they, you know, Tampa Bay might win. I think it's a close matchup. I think the, what's it, two and a half? Yeah, all the, all the uh, spreads are two and a half, except for uh, Jaguars versus uh, the Patriots, which I believe is 13. See, two and a half at home makes it almost like a push game because yeah. you get the three points for the home. So um, it's going to be a close game. I hope you can make it on that thing. I really hope so. Yeah, it should be a blast. Uh, thank you very much. I know if you want to see any of Larry's stuff, uh, Redskins.com, uh, play-by-play voice. Old buddy of ours from uh, D.C. We appreciate you making some time, Larry. All right, boys. Talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, bro. It's a good dude right Mm -hmm. there. One of our buddies. And um, honestly, here's the thing about the Bucks, And I say this unbiased because I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't really care. Um, And actually, I really don't like the Skins, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, the Skins kind of bother me. And I'm really pissed they made it. But I will say this. um, I think the Bucks have a great uh, nucleus. Mm-hmm. And you know they've got such a such young great playmakers that they have a real legitimate shot. I just think that the Skins D is too tough. I think they're going to neutralize Cadillac, and they're going to leave it on Sims's shoulders. And I just can't see Chris Sims beating that defense. Yeah, it's really tough to look at Chris Sims and say, all right, this guy can lead them through a big game. 
Yeah, and not yet. Yeah. I think next year the I think the I think the Bucks are going to be off the hook. This year I don't see it happening. He should go back to the Cobra Kai dojo where he belongs and uh, you know, just uh, work on his stuff out there for a year. Uh, take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Time for your on-screen phone calls here on Real Radio 104.1, a nightly thing that we've started, a segment just for you. you got to be somebody, though. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hey, Hideout, your on-screen phone calls. Uh, a lot of stuff that we can cover, including some of the stuff from the Hideout Headline Game Show. A lot to uh, still get to. And, of course, you got the uh, Skins versus Bucks this weekend. Evil Eye even brings up a good one right here on the Instant Messenger, and then we'll get to your phone calls. All right, let's say you were stuck underground and even had the thought that you may die within a few hours. Mm-hmm. Would you bang the next hottest person near you, man or woman? Yes. I, here, Why not? Now, here's my thing, and I'm, I'll be honest. As I, if I, I would think I would want to experience that ultimate pleasure one more time. Before I died. I and now would you have sex with a man though? Oral. Because and they're minors, so they probably got long hair anyway. Stop. It seems that. Oh, okay. Would, I thought you were talking. you were talking about like minors, like age. Oh, I no. didn't realize you were talking like minors. Uh, yeah. Going through. Oh, either or. Unscrewed phone calls, 407. I'm about to die, who cares? 916 That's where your true nature comes out. You could do that. But then you got to think, all right, if there's really a heaven, they would show me the tape, and my last few hours would. They'd show me sitting there in a cave, uh, punching the clown, handling my own business, when really that isn't what you're supposed to be doing. What are you supposed to be doing? Praying. Repenting? Why pray? You're going to be there talking to him in a few minutes. Why talk to him early? It's not guaranteed. Whatever. Uh, Scott and Rock Ledger in the Hot Down Road Radio. What do you got, Scott? Hey, what's up, Hot Down? Hey, there, dude. Hey, uh, Cobra Kai Dojo. That was pretty funny, Dubs. Thank you. You can just take the rest of the night off. I, I, the, I will. Usually he does. <laughs> yeah, after eight, uh, it's really downhill for me. I don't talk a whole lot and feel... Not needed. Like your whole uh, Dick Clark joke last night. Mm-hmm. That was uh, it. Peak uh, early. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he likes to throw in his funniest joke right around uh, 7.47 and then move on. I liked one stroke above par. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> the golfing joke. Well, I have a wide range. Uh, open phones, whatever you want to talk about. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. phone calls. Girl 47 from Tommy's Video calling from Orlando. Hey, hi, now what's going on? Remember me, Tommy? Completion 25 and 46. <laughs> no, he's having your love different. child, Tommy. I'm I... having your love child. Uh, now, here it is. Now, Tommy, uh, you've made this porno that we're going to be uh, giving out at the Premier Adult Factory outlet when we broadcast mm. live on February 10th, my birthday. <laughs> Is this one of the hot chicks that we're going to see? Yeah, baby, that's right. Well, she does sound familiar, but each girl was different, so I don't know how she could be 25 and 46, unless that was her measurements. Uh, Oddly enough, she's 25 and 46 and 13. Well, Um, that makes it all better, then. I don't know where all that is. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, what are you thinking uh, as far as the playoffs go? The playoffs? Uh, I'm I'm taking front runner Indy all the way. I would like to see the Seahawks do it, 
and uh, take it in. But I think Indy is going to be the team in the end. Realistically, if it were going to be the uh, the skins in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. would you watch? Yes, because I watch the Super Bowl every year no matter what. I would be rooting like hell against them, though. Just so I didn't have Spoon Stupid Laugh pounding through my head. And I, I don't want I don't want him to be at a Super Bowl standing on the sideline. Right. That would kill me. All right, got to take a break and come up. Uh, when we come back, J-Dubs... Let's talk about the iPods. Okay. And the uh, and the scare that's going on uh, as far as the iPods and the iPod warnings, or as we like to call them, the diepods. Next in the Hideout on World Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All about diepods and uh, what you can do to protect yourself. Everyone got one for the holidays. Could it kill you? You'll find out next in the Hideout on World Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Live on a Wednesday night, 407-916-1041, Coming up in an hour, we'll have the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Another uh, chance for you to be a winner. Also still coming up, O'Reilly uh, versus Letterman. He was on Letterman last night, and I do uh, I do want to play that for you. Michael, uh, 95 almost to Coco here in the Hideout. We got Michael. Michael. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, yeah, I just uh, wanted to just talk about the Skins bus game. Uh, Man, dude, if Ray Charles was still alive, that uh, the last Skins bus game, he could have made that call with a uh, two-point conversion. I remember it being such a huge deal. I can't even remember the specifics of the play anymore. Whatever it was... It seemed like it could have gone either way. Didn't uh, didn't they uh, run in um, all-stop for the two-point conversion? And that's what won it? I think so. I'm not completely positive as to what happened on that. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever the case, it's great because you get a rematch. And it's uh, there's a story going into the game. You've got the story, you've got the rematch, and it's n- no better place for it. I mean, if you met in the regular season, sure, you can make a big deal, but it's the playoffs. And, you know, it's a uh, loser go home. I think it's a great thing about it, Michael. Yeah. It just builds to it. Um, 407-916-1041, Dubs, what did you get for Christmas? Uh, nothing. Really? Your chick didn't get you anything? Uh, like gift cards, but that's about it. So basically she gave you your own money? Yeah. Well, I don't mind. That's, uh, nah, we did, I didn't get her anything either, so it's been uh, a whole I thought thing. you got her an iPod shuffle. No, that was, that was, I won that a while back. Oh, you won that from the station? Maybe. Oh, oops. Okay. Fair enough, then. Um, Chunks, you uh, you have uh, one of these iPods, don't you? You have an iPod or something else? Yeah, no, I actually uh, I had something else, but it was kind of crappy. So uh, I did actually end up getting like the iPod Shuffle, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's real small. It doesn't have a screen or anything, but I love it. I, I hear that everyone is getting these iPods. Like, Yeah, well, I was out looking for them for people for Christmas this year. You couldn't find them. Sold out everywhere. The iPod was? Yeah. Now, I've had two in my life. Mm-hmm. Both of them has broken. have broken. And it just drives me insane. What are you doing with them? Nothing, man. I, I, I literally, uh, a file folder comes up, and it just it screws me. And I can't even use it anymore. I still maintain it's the greatest invention of all time, when you can have all your music in one little, you know. Yeah, one, one pocket-sized little thing. The size of a wallet. They just have to work out the bugs. 
So, but apparently this iPod could kill you. Yeah? Well, there, there's so many stories now about how the iPod is dangerous for you. This is a, I, this is a new story I actually I got from CNN, I believe. And just listen to the way they're, they're phrasing everything. The crushing crowds and deafening noise of Boston's busy rail commute. A potential thieves' paradise. Their targets, passengers lost in their iPods. So when you have them on, you've signed off mentally as to paying attention to anything other than you're doing that's walking and listening to music. This passenger seems completely oblivious to a transit officer wearing a bright colored vest, warning passengers to be on the lookout. Sir. Sir, some of the people we have to actually take a couple of extra steps after and actually physically touch them to hand out these flyers to get their attention. Leave them alone. Being zoned out has cost some commuters dearly. Investigators have seen a rise in robberies around the transit system. Cash, credit cards, and other valuables snatched from the pockets and purses Ew. of commuters who are either listening to music or deep in a cell phone conversation. You have an iPod or you talk on a cell phone, you should read this. Fearing these crimes could escalate, especially during the busy holiday season, Boston Transit Police and other law enforcement agencies have launched a safety campaign, handing out flyers with tips like staying alert or removing earphones when entering or leaving a subway station at night. That if people don't take... Now, see, I completely disagree, because anyone who's ever done public transportation, or even if you've been on an airplane... These things save you from those so incredible, awkward conversations you have to have when you're sitting next to somebody. And if you're handing out flyers, I guarantee they act like they don't hear you and that they're just listening to their iPod. But you have to go up there and grab them on the shoulder to hand out your stupid flyer. I remember when I was riding... I don't want to see your band. When I would, uh, when I would ride the Metro, that would, the iPod was my excuse to not give money to the homeless people, to not have conversations... Um, I know for women it works great for avoiding being hit on. Oh, yeah, of You course. can just kind of act. You know what's going on. In fact, usually when you have these things on, you know, your headphones, you're more in tune to what's going on around you, and you're just better able to, annoy, uh, to ignore the people who want to annoy you. Exactly. Same with uh, when the cell phones first came out and everything. People were acting like they're talking on their cell phone just so they don't have to be bothered by people. Oh, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll do that sometimes, even when I'm caught in an awkward situation. You know, sometimes you're riding in your car, and you roll up on a uh, at a stoplight, and you and you look over, and you got some gangsters in there who are like <laughs> basing and uh, doing their whole thing. And you look blacks? over. No, I'm not going to say blacks. I'm going to say gangsters. So you look they over. They're all gangsters. I'm, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying. Come on. That's not what I said. <laughs> Many of them are fine uh, human beings who uh, help out the economy. Many of them. How about all of them? So anyway, I look over. That's too broad. And I and I don't want to uh I don't want to get caught, you know, like in a stare down. So I will automatically go to the phone and pick it up and act like I'm on a conversation. <laughs> Either that or you mess around with your stereo just so you don't get caught with that eye to eye contact. Did I tell you the story about what happened to me the other day over here on four thirty four? Mm-mm. I'm driving along and this there was this 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 maniac in like a Monte Carlo. Weaving in and out of traffic, okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I pull up next, like I'm pulling up uh, next to him, and I look over. And as I just kind of pass him, because I'm, you know, I'm going up at the stoplight, and maybe he's one car behind me in the next yeah. lane, I look over, and I just shake my head. I'm like, you're a maniac. I just shake my head like this. I ignored him, but then I heard yelling and honking. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I didn't think it was toward me. You know, I'm just sitting there in my own world. 
So then the light turns green, and the car that's next to me goes up, and he pulls up along next to me, yelling outside his window, saying, pull over, let's fight. Now, at this point, I'm like, dude, I didn't even do anything. I didn't even really see you. I just looked over and shook my head because you're driving. And he was driving like an ass, weaving in and out of traffic. And uh, this was a thug. I'm not going to lie. This was a guy you would term as a thug. And he's yelling at me with his gold teeth. Hey, dude, pull over. <laughs> it's you and me in the Golden Corral parking lot. Did you do it? Of course not. You Come know, on. You know what I started doing? Hitting on the brakes and just letting him scoot on by and letting other people and, like, putting cars in between You didn't us. even yell back at him at all? Of course not. Oh, I would have been all over it. I'm not going to sit there and try to... my muscles, but never pulling over. I wish Dubs had been in the car. I know Dubs would have said, hey, be somebody. Let's fight that guy. Let's kick his ass. No, I'm sure Dubs would be like, do you know who this is? <laughs> this is El Jefe. Come to Real Radio tonight at 7, ass. <laughs> He'll kill you. Watch this. And I just thought it was the most amazing thing that he's ready to start a fight with me because he was driving stupidly, and I just shook my head at him like, what are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? But again, like once I realized he kept on going, you know, it's turn up the music and just bob my head like I never even saw the guy before. And this is kind of why those iPods help save you. Take these measures of safety that they could potentially become victims. Undercover officers will also be working the crowds at some stations. Elvis Hernandez loves his music, but won't let the volume drown his sense of awareness. But I do pay attention. I do pick up all my surroundings, especially in the holiday seasons. It gets a little crazy around here. <laughs> this commuter stays safe by dropping the stereo. I usually keep one off, so I don't really. I can still hear what's going on about. An effort to keep commuters tuned in to their surroundings and not just their iPod. Dan Lothian, CNN, Boston. Now, my biggest issue with this news story is that there's no reason for it. Because they hear everyone's getting the iPod for Christmas. Hey, we need something with the iPod. Find something. Find some kind of big scare. Find an angle on it. Okay, uh, while you're uh, on your commute, you could, uh, someone could mug you. Well, it doesn't matter if you have an iPod or not. It could have happened in 1993 when you had a Walkman. And you were listening to your Another Bad Creation tape. That would have never happened. What, getting jumped or listening to Another Bad Creation? Another Bad Creation. Oh, please. Great band. I wonder what happened to them. Same thing that happened to Color Me Bad. They're doing state fairs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. So the iPod is in full effect right now. They're they're warning everybody who gets their new iPod that uh, they need to watch out the surroundings around them because someone could be targeting you because you're listening to your iPod and you don't know what's going on. All right, so now King uh, King K Rule sends me this. Uh, here's the new big thing about the uh, the iPod. Uh, guitarist Pete Townsend has warned iPod users that they could end up with hearing problems as bad as his own if they don't turn down the volume on the music that they're listening to on their earphones. Apparently now, because of all the stuff that he went through, he has to take like 36-hour breaks between recording sessions. And he's like, uh, if you use an iPod or anything like it, or your child uses one, uh, you have to be careful. And again, I just don't understand why now all of a sudden it's this whole thing, the iPod is here to get you. Working in rock and roll for years on top of years is much different than walking around listening to your iPod when you're commuting. 
Right? How about all the years of drugs? Isn't this the same cat that got busted for, like, the child porn on his computer? Yeah. But he said he was doing it for research? Was that Pete Townsend? Or was I'm almost that? positive it was Pete Townsend. 407-916-1041, Make sure when you're listening to a 14-year-old girl moan, you keep the dial down just a little bit. You don't want to go deaf from that. And but if, if there is one way of going deaf, that's the way to do it, my friend. And if you touch yourself too much, you could go blind, too. Is that true? Well, apparently there are other warnings now coming out about the iPod. And it, I look, here's the thing. I hear everyone talking about it on the radio station. Everybody's got one. Most of them... Uh, they're broken. Yeah. <laughs> Most everybody. I know Dirty Jim was talking about. He, his is broken now. Everybody's got an iPod that's broken. Mine is broken. So uh, you need to be careful with the iPod. This is also coming out, too. Uh, don't go swimming a half hour after using your iPod. Yeah, you get cramps. That's that's Everybody's known that for a while. CNN is here to help you out and let you know that you want to avoid drowning. So make sure 30 minutes after using your iPod so you don't drown. And if you swallow your iPod, it can stay in your system for seven years. You aren't going to pass that. Seven whole years? Seven years. Where does it get caught? In the uh, in the intestines? Small or large? Everywhere. Everywhere. It, just, it, it creates an iPod slime that stays in your system for seven years. I'm telling you, these things are more dangerous. The dipod. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And if you have a dipod... And you have an infant, keep the uh, diapod completely as far away from the uh, infant as possible because I hear it can suck the breath out of babies. It just gets on, the, the diapod gets on its chest and puts its mouth one inch away from the baby's mouth and sucks the breath out of it. Now, uh, a lot of people are saddened because they've had their iPod for a long time and then they find out they're pregnant and they have to make the choice. The iPod that they love or the baby, baby they're bringing into the world. You know, if you listen to your iPod and eat Pop Rocks, it can make your stomach explode. What? Hmm? Alright, I'm glad we're getting, I'm glad, uh, CNN and the hideout is getting this out there for you. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And if you feel compelled to lick your iPod, it will get you high. Ooh. I thought only toads did that. Nope, iPods too. What's the upside of the iPod? I didn't realize it could also get you high. Now, if you scroll your iPod too much, you'll get hairy palms. So you want to make sure that you avoid that because then you go to the seventh grade and you have the hairy palms and everybody knows what you've been up to. Either scrolling your iPod too much or being in in Chunks' bloodline will give you hairy palms. That's just part of being an animal. Mm-hmm. Todd and Deland here in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Todd? Uh, yes, it was definitely either, I think it was Roger Daltrey, but it, it might have been Pete Townsend, but I think it was Roger Daltrey that was the one that was that had the porn. You're absolutely correct, and uh, and he said he was doing it for some kind of educational purposes or something yeah, like he, that. Yeah, he was writing a book on it or studying it or something. It was Pete Townsend? I thought it was Pete Townsend. He, I like how he told us a different name, but then we were absolutely correct. I thought it was uh, Arlen Specter. What did he do? Arlen Specter? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Arlen Specter, isn't he the congressman? And there was another Specter who apparently actually like shot a lady. Phil? Phil Specter. Phil Specter, yeah. Yeah, Arlen Specter's on a judiciary ah. committee. <laughs> Jeremy and Lakeland, <laughs> you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jeremy? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey there, brother. Um... Uh, 
just wanted to comment about the iPod thing, you know, with all these scares and stuff coming up. What I'm thinking is probably the fact that uh, whoever created this whole iPod thing may be thinking uh, they're going to be putting out a lot of people out of business as far as the CD industry. You know, n- you know what's going to happen to CD sales? Everybody's <laughs> downloading all these things on the iPod. You go to the yeah, you go to the iTunes. It's absolutely yeah. it could end up being trouble. And watch out if you uh, buy an op- iPod in Mexico, uh, you might wake up. In a uh, in a tub of ice with uh, your liver missing, so could be bad. Actually, speaking of the guys, don't say Steve Jobs seven times in the mirror, or your iPod will kill you. Ooh, that's one you're gonna have to look out for. You have to move your hands in circular motion while you're saying it for it to work. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, now don't sit on a toilet seat if an iPod has used it because you could get AIDS from it. That's one that you need to watch out for. AIDS from an iPod? Well, hey, this is a the iPod now apparently the diPod. What happened? To, what happened to getting AIDS the fun way? Now it could just come from listening to music. <laughs> Lee on the road back from Tampa. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Lee? Hey, uh, I'm just curious. I never heard of a diPod or a guyPod, whatever it is. I, I've heard of an iPod. I don't have one, but I've heard of it. But I've never heard of a guy or a diepod. It's all about the diepod now. The diepod. Yeah, they're, they're warning you that you could die from using your iPod. The guypod is something that uh, Dubs pretends he is in the boys' restroom what? at Walmart. You could have used chunks for that joke. There's no reason to pull me in the middle of that. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hi, this is Double M from Edgewater. My predictions for 2006, I know one I would love to see happen is our president getting impeached. He needs to go. I'm sorry. This is Lester Big Hands, and here's what I'd like to see in 2006. More boobage. All right, this is Hideout Heretic Misfit Matt. My prediction for 2006 is that still nobody will like their own. Stop playing with my nipples. And uh, also in 2006, I'd like to see more midget porn where they look really young. Kind of like kids. Or amputees. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. I was, uh, was hanging out at the uh, Phantom Fireworks in Daytona with a couple of the heretics. And so I decided, what are you guys looking forward to? Or what would you like to see in 2006? Predictions. It turned into more of what you would like to see. Yeah, something of uh, what would be good in 2006 other than predictions. But hey. It's Wednesday night in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. It's your chance to be somebody right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, Dubs, when you take a look back at 2005, good year, bad year? It was a pretty good year. Uh, a lot of good new stuff happened. It was uh, it was interesting year, definitely. For us, it was a good year as well. I'll say, yeah, I'll say personally, I've never had uh, a year filled with so much change. I mean, just so much changed in my life in 2005. I don't think I could handle that much change uh, again in 2006. I think I'd end up like Dick Clark. Uh, just stroked out. Ah. Uh, a nice uh, Clark Sharon thing happening to me. Yeah, I'm particularly interested to hear your predictions, Hefe, because I remember last year, I think we stayed late after after the show, and it was late December, and you looked at me, and this is before we knew anything was going to happen, you're like, I, I know something big is going to happen this year. And you just had this weird look like you were possessed. Like you weren't even speaking normally. Well, I mean, sometimes I can see into the future. I'd ha- and well, I don't like to talk about it too much because when you go out on a limb and say, hey, I can see the future, people tend to think that you're crazy. 
But I sometimes get these headaches, and a lot of times in dreams, I can see what's going to happen. You know, not usually anything way too far off, but usually something like I can see the next 365 days where I can look out and then bam, know what's happened. Have you had any of these visions lately? Dude, I've been having dreams uh, like crazy. Yeah? Where I see things that are going to happen, and I think to myself, wow, where did this come from? Can you uh, enlighten me a little bit, maybe? All right, so you want something that's going to happen in 2006? Sure. Um, Katie Holmes is going to give birth. I think that's pretty much assumed. I mean, it, it could be stillborn. You could be saying something that's going to happen. I'm going to go out on a limb. It's a hell of a limb, my friend. And say that Katie Holm... Now, this is something that came to me in a vision. Something where I was like, hey, wait a second. I see this happening before 2007. Uh, before 2007. I'm going to... Uh, I think more than likely in 2006... Gas prices will raise at least one cent. Now, this is something, again, I get headaches. I get these headaches when I see these things. And I can actually see it going from 217 to 218. If that happens, that's chilling, my friend. Look, it hurts me, and I, I don't want to go out. And I know some of you are probably thinking, okay, this guy's a maniac right now. And how is he going to have any credibility talking on the radio when he says that he can see into the future. Well, that's why people love you, Hefe. You go out on those limbs and you uh, you say things that may not you know, be popular, but you think are going to happen, and uh, you will put your uh, you'll put it on the line. Uh, a lot of it's not good news. I no, mean, the like gas Kate, prices are terrible. You know, Katie Holmes giving birth this year, it's going to be, you know, that's good news, but you got the gas prices. Another thing that I've had a vision on, a hurricane will form in the Gulf of Mexico. Now, I know a lot of people are still trying to, uh, you know, recover from Katrina and Rita and even the hurricanes in uh, 2000 and, uh, 2004. But I can see coming up this year a hurricane forming in the Gulf of Mexico. Now, here's the thing. Do I want it to happen? No. Can I stop it? Of course not. All I do is see these things. Don't I, shoot the messenger. All right, you know what? I'm already getting word. It's happening. What? It's starting. My visions are coming true. What happened? Tumblr says, oh, my God, you're right. Gas is already 221 in Kissimmee. Jeez. Earlier, it was 219. That's wacky new-new, man. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. I'm giving out my predictions for 2006. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Now, this, now, 2006, economic boom. I see some things happening for corporations. Okay. Here's one. I'm going out on a limb. This is something I saw after I saw it. Got an extreme headache. Walmart will open another store in America. Another one? Yeah. That's wacky new new. I, I feel like you're patronizing me. No. These are things that I see that are going to happen. Why don't you go out on a limb? You want me to go out on a limb? Why don't you come up with something that maybe... uh. Chunks will have something resembling a man's finger in his mouth uh, by the end of 2006. I say multiple times. 
That's not his mouth. Ah. It does have teeth, though, which is odd. And that's a different kind of dream, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You usually have to wake up and take a shower after that one. And you're all sticky, and you can't get your underwear to separate from your body, and when you do, it just hurts. In a good way. All right, here's another one. I'm going out okay. on a limb. And this is something I'm dreaming in my apartment. Nice sleep. I wake up in cold sweats, and I see this. President Bush will flub during a speech. Trust me, I have nightmares about the guy all the time. But he'll be flubbing in a speech sometime this year? Absolutely. Will you go out with him and say more than once? Look, I'm not going to go way out there. You're going to tell that line? I think I'm doing a good enough job. You are. You're, you're nailing are. some of these initially and asking me for multiple things. Now people are asking me, well, why don't you go ahead and uh, say who's going to win the uh, Skins and Bucks game? I haven't had a dream about that yet. You haven't heard over that? Not yet. Tell you what, I'll tell you uh, Monday who's going to win. Can you do it Sunday? Um, okay, I can probably tell you Sunday okay. morning. I'd probably, I'll call in. Maybe I'll tell you what, SBK Live Saturday night. I'll reveal it then. Randy on the road in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. What do you got, Randy? Hey, I was wondering if you guys realize that June 6th of this year will actually be 666. Ah! You got any cool parties you're going to? Any kind of satanic rituals you might be attending? Or I haven't thought about that, but sure, why not? That's why don't weird. we? Why don't we throw like a nice? Why don't we find ourselves a virgin to sacrifice that night? Chunks. If that's not a born again virgin, like because ah. actually, when you're a boy, it also seals up if you haven't had sex <laughs> for three years. This is true. I go uh, someplace else. What? The hell does that mean? Mm. Wait a second, I'm getting another vision. What is it? Okay, at some point in 2006, I am going to have to save the license for real radio and dump out or edit something out that J-Dub says... For him being a shock jock. Me being a shock jock. I think... You're going to have to dump me for being a shock jock. I think some point... Now, look, here's the thing. I don't want it to happen, but I am here as a defender of the license. I have this blue button in front of me, and I think I'm going to have to push the blue button. Happy? You can eat my ass. Okay. All right, look. (laughs) It's coming true already. I just had to dump J-Dubs to save the license. I'm telling you, these things, they come to me, man. And I, it's weird. It's weird because I wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats. And I say, why? Why did the baby Jeebus give me the power to see the future? You wake up in cold sweats and red sweats. So, uh, it's a very odd thing you got going on there. Just wearing a sweatsuit. Well, sometimes I roll over out on the hemorrhoid and it just explodes. Ew. And it hurts, and maybe the cold sweats are actually tears. Robert, you're in the high down rural radio 104.1. What do you got, Robert? Yeah, in 2006, Chunks is going to uh, read out the Fat Man Diary and come out and tell everybody the end of year's gate. All right, Chunks, that's one that Robert has. He thinks in 06 you're finally going to come out and admit you're a fruit. During your Fat Man Fruity Diaries. They'll change to the Fruity Diaries. And I don't want to use this... Uh use this uh, word that much, but the Fagman Diaries, I, I like think, that. is uh, what we're going to have to call it. 
I thought that was the name already. No, it's fat. I'm straight! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you could be a stand-up comedian, just go up there and yell that for a half hour, and everyone will just laugh at you. Uh. I don't know if you guys have predictions, and if you can also see into the future. All right, hold on a second. People are now telling me gas is up to 2.29 in Castleberry. Oh no, it's it's happening at a higher rate than you expected. I see this. I see O'Rock's morning ratings plummeting. Hey, look, I can just see it to the future. Oh. These things I can see. It's just to be expected, to be honest. Uh. Cat asks on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger, mm-hmm. will chunks get laid? Uh, yeah, in my dreams, I don't dream about bestiality. So there's a chance. What do you think about that, dude, love? <laughs> I'm not... Go ahead, I, t- I think you guys would be devastated if I ever started getting ass. I think you guys would hate me. How would that change from for now? The girl. That poor, poor girl. Mm-hmm. What chick with no self-esteem would actually spread for you? Am I that hideous? Absolutely. Well, come on. While eating chicken salad nah, and man. wearing long shorts. I got smooth face skin. You know, I, there's some attractive parts of me. Like when my stubble grows in, I think that could be considered manly. Oh, here's a good attractive part about you. How about your knuckle hair, you ape? Oh, yeah, you know, that, that's masculine, man. That's that's rustic. Rustic? Yeah. You know, like the Marlboro Man. Why don't you go get a rustic trombone? Uh. How about that nice poon that's grown on your back? (laughs) Oh, wait a second. That's that infected rug burn. And I'm sure if you had a poon, it would be infected too, like your back. Oh, there's no doubt. You dirty girl. If if I... You have to lift up your stomach. If I was a chick... iodine on it. If I was a chick, I'd be needing, like, price club... Quantities of Summer's Eve. All right, look, here's the thing. What the hell? There are my predictions for 2006. And a hammer and a chisel. Don't say I didn't warn you. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1 live on a Wednesday night. You know, when your life's uh, down, at least you can say to yourself, hey, I'm not Gary Glitter on the run in Thailand for having sex for underage uh, with underage girls. But he's had some good times in his life. That's what I think. I, I, guess I think he, did, he can revel in the fact that he had some really fun uh, moments. I guess I guess if nothing else, he uh, he does have a story or two that yeah. he can tell in jail, in Thailand prison. Ooh. You know, that's not going to be nice. Hey, before we get to this uh, Hideout Junior producer, let's talk to uh, Sigari the Prophet, Hideout News Director. Sigari! How are you jumping tonight? I'm outstanding. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Enjoying the world program tonight. Very entertaining and informative. It's informative because I can see into the future. Yes, sir. What do you see for Sir Gary? Uh, let's see. Um, new, the uh, church opening about... New Hope of the Baptist oh. Church opening about February. Nice. Uh-huh. I didn't Exciting. Have, I didn't have a dream on that one yet. Uh-huh. It's on Plant Street. The new church is on Plant Street. In regard. Is it, it going to be a beautiful uh, facility? If there's people they said they'd be through with it sometime in February. Are you excited to pray for the Lord in the new house? Yes, sir. All right, hold on a second. I'm getting a vision. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my head. Getting a headache. All right, I got a prediction. Sometime in 2006. Yes, sir. Sir Gary is going to 
tell us uh, uh, about a black man. Something in a black man in the yeah. news. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What's in the news today? Oh, hold Sugar? on, hold on. Give me a second. I got a headache. Hold okay. on. Well, all right, go ahead. Sir. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Sir Gary. Well, um, well um, just to talk about the coal mine miners, you know, dying out there in the coal mine. Yeah. Yeah, the coal miners yes, ended up dying. That was very sad. Uh huh. Now, what do you think happened? Do you think that maybe? Jesus didn't hear the prayers of the family, and that's why they died. Well, uh, they didn't. I, I guess so. Jesus didn't hear the prayers of the uh, of the miners because they were in a mine. They can't. Yes, a prayer cannot get through that much rock. I didn't uh, realize that coal uh, kept prayers from getting to heaven. It's like a cell phone. That's actually, I think, that's why hell is made of coal. Uh huh. I didn't realize. Well, so Gary, uh, anything else going on? Where are you going to be on Sunday? I'll be at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church on Miller Little Street in Winter Garden. We heard a good lunch just past the church just past. Uh, Pass um, pass um, ro- 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 roses. Outstanding. Thank you, Ace Sugar. Hardware. I mean, just pass Ace Hardware. Uh, yes. Ace Hardware. Ground for trouble. One, the public's invited, and uh, I'm glad to be preaching this message about 10:30. Oh, nice. Thank you, Sugar. I'm glad you have a good evening. Enjoy your program. And you too. Where the hell is there roses? Where did that come from? Maybe they're like roses. Is that what he said? Like maybe there are just some roses on this planted in a garden somewhere. We say Rosas. Parks? Hmm. 407-916-1041, How about this? How about on, which is now already going to become my favorite day, 6606, how about we throw a nice Sir Gary party? Ward the demons off for the day? Mm-hmm. I like that. And he's just in here blessing everybody. You know what? I wonder if you would like to come for a show. You know, I actually hang out in the studio the whole show. wonder if you'd be down with that. We'll go pick yeah. him up, take him home. Uh, he just yeah. said yes. Nice. In fact, he can't say uh, stop saying yeah. He's so excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. so Gary, it's going to happen. Yeah. 6606 is your day. Yeah. Your day to save Central Florida from being the heathens that we are. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So I got an email at the Hideout Junior producer. They yeah. got that right on the front page of uh, uh, the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. You can send us stuff. And it's a really long, drawn-out story. I'm not going to be able to read it to you because the guy wrote like two pages. But I'll sum it up for you. Guys with a chick. Yeah. Been with her for a while. Yeah. About three years. Yeah. And he's convinced that they are soulmates. Just absolutely convinced. Couldn't see himself being partners in life. With anyone other than this chick. Okay. This is the one for him. He knows it. However, as much as he wants to be with her for the rest of his life, he knows there's no way he can go the rest of his existence on earth only having sex with her. Now, you said earlier when I brought this up to you, Dubs, hey, this guy is just like every other dude. He's a normal dude. He feels the way to keep hold of her is to tell her. Look, here's the thing. I love you, and I want to be with you forever. It's you and me. We're partners. Mm-hmm. Maybe even at some point, we'll get married. We'll do the whole thing. You just have to understand there's no way I'm having sex with you, only you, for the rest of my life. Does he tell her, J-Dubs? 407-916-1041, Now, hi, Heather is here as well, and she just hears this story, and the look on her face is dumbfounded. Like, Why? I think that she's kind of in shock. 
should the guy be honest is really what it comes down to. We found out uh, many times in 2005 that honesty is not the best policy with uh, Terrell Owens and all the stuff he goes through. And it's just with uh, like when you're talking with the girl. You never tell her the whole truth. Ever? Never. All right, the Swami says, is this guy a moron? Yeah, you don't tell her. Now, why wouldn't you come out and say, hey, here's the deal. I love you and I want to be with you. But I really want to just bang another chick. Because if you love her and want to be with her, you aren't going to be with her anymore if you tell her that. Really? Yes. So he, so this guy should suppress this the whole time. Well, suppress talking about it, yes. Now, should he still go out and have sex with other chicks? Sure, and why just, not? And just pretend like it doesn't what, happen? If that's what he has to do, that's what he has to do. Right, what do you think, Hot Heather, as, a, as the only woman in the hideout right now? I think he might be trying to get an easy three-way or something. All right, should he come out and ask? All right, I'm sorry, not moron, Mormon. That's what Swami was asking. Is he a Mormon? Ah. Uh, <laughs> it looks the same, and I think there's a reason why they look so similar. Now, what if a guy came up and said this to you? What, what would your reaction be? Me, personally, I probably wouldn't fall for it. Now, but... let, let's say you really thought, hey, this is this is the guy for me. Everything clicks. And he seems genuine in what he's saying. Would you say, you know what, I'm going to be open, if but you got to tell me, and for every guy, every chick that you go bang, I get to have sex with another dude. It's a have sex for free card. See, that sounds fair. Yeah? As long as he's not, like, bringing them home, like, in front of you, I'd be like, dude, just keep it on the DL and everything. Now, would you want to know when it happens? No. What if, what if it was mandatory that he went out afterwards and got tested? Like, every time he went and had sex with someone else, before they could have sex again, he would have to go have an STD, STD test to make sure he's okay. Like, that was the stipulation. Do you think it would work then? I think that's a fair stipulation. Now, if, if uh, you bring that up to the girl, uh, if you bring the idea of sleeping with other chicks to the girl, and she throws that back at you, I think you got to take that deal. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your single wireless phone. All right, Swami insists that this is insanity. Is it insanity, J-Dubs? What's insane about it? The fact that he wants to do this or the fact that he wants to tell her? Or the fact that a fat chick's weighing in on this. Okay, you've seen her pictures and she's not fat. Dirty Howie, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What the hell's going on, guys? How are you? Happy New Year. And to you, my friend. You know, I would tell this guy to do the same thing that I do. I, I mean, a friend of mine does, and that's just, uh, you know, go to a completely different city than you live in and just uh, bang all kinds of chicks over there. That way you ain't got to worry about it. So you just say, hey, I'm going on vacation. i got to go take care of my mom, when in all actuality, you're just hooking up with horse. Yeah, either that or I'm going to a radio station. Either or. You know, it all works the same. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dirty Hell. Now hey. where's Alibi? For, I was on the radio. Okay, you were on the radio for ten minutes. But I was there the whole time. Half and dubs just wouldn't let me talk. That might be true. Yeah, especially if it's Dirty Howie. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. So what do we tell this dude? Do we tell him, hey, just keep it to yourself and go cheat? And if you really love her that much, if you're going to cheat before you have sex with her again, go get tested? I mean, if would that be the right thing for him to at least do, just to make sure he doesn't bring anything back? It'd be the right thing, but that's quite a nuisance. Well, maybe that's the part, though. Maybe the girl says, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna let you do this, and here's the one condition: it's not even that I will go bang someone else. You have to get tested for every STD possible afterwards. Ugh. If you're willing to do that, 
then I will let you have sex with whoever you want to have sex with. What about getting him fixed so that way he can't get, you know, have a bunch of babies, mamas? I see. I don't even know if that even registered in his equation. Maybe he wasn't even worried about that. He didn't write anything about that, but that's yeah, a good maybe, point. Maybe, what if he goes around, maybe he doesn't swim already. Yeah. What if he's going around getting them knocked up? Yeah. Nightmare Dave, you're on the Hyde Island World Radio. What do you got, Nightmare Dave? What's up, guys? Happy New Year. And to you, what's happening? All right. Um, I, I say that if, if, you know, if, if it's what he really wants to do with his life and this woman really loves him and he can sit down and really talk adultly about it, he should tell her. And it reminds me of uh, you guys on doing the uh, Hide on Mixtapes while you guys were gone. You had a previous guest, uh, that lady that came in with Porno Dan, that liked to do black guys. Ah, remember? Yes. And, yes. And, and he had remember. Big Wife Breeders. Like, I guess boyfriend or whatever, and he had to put up with it kind of thing. Wifebreeders.com. That was, yeah, by yeah, the way, yeah. one of my favorite uh, segments of all time that we've done here in the hideout. And the problem with that is she didn't tell him till the wedding night. Yeah, yeah in I, the middle. That's crazy. And then and he's just kind of stuck married with this chick, knowing that's what she wants to do the she entire time. She wants to get impregnated yeah. by a black guy. And there's yeah, nothing he, else he can do. Yeah, he, he should definitely sit down and talk, uh, you know, adultly with his with his woman if he feels they're soulmates. And if she's feeling the same way, he should, he needs to go for it because he needs to be honest. There's honesty when it comes to relationships. Honesty is always the best policy. It's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up in about 10 minutes, another chance for you to win some prizes in the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Gonna, uh, we reformatted things. Hideout Headlines Game Show is now at 7.15, and at 9 o'clock we do a different game show every night. So you'll want to keep the phone numbers handy, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, and we're talking about this cat who sent me something about the Hideout Junior producers. Just this whole story about he's in love with a chick and he thinks that she's the one, or even maybe considering marrying her one day. And uh, everything's great. There are absolutely no problems. He just knows at some point he's going to want to bang another chick. So when he wants to, does he just come right out and tell her, hey, uh, this is what I need you to do? And then if this was proposed to you, Dubs, and let's say you said this to your chick, and she said, okay, here's the thing. You got to get the test. I'll let you go do what you want. I'm not going to hold it against you as long, but you know we're not going to have sex again. You and I aren't going to be intimate again until you get an STD test to make sure that you're absolutely clean. Would you even, as a man, say, you know what, right, I'm going to go have sex, or would you decide, you know what, it's not worth it anymore? You, it, if you get that deal, I think that deal's fair. You know, it, it's a nuisance to have to go do all the tests and everything, get the cotton swab treatment, but. Uh, if that's what you want to do, and uh, that's the only hurdle you have to jump each time you do it, I say yeah. All right. Uh, our buddy Chick-fil-A John says it takes three months for HIV to incubate and become testable. I didn't know that. So then basically you're waiting three months as to whether or not you can have sex with your chick. I think if you're, I think if you're a woman and you're ever approached with this question, I think that's the answer that you give. Because I don't think most guys, because you think about it, mm-hmm. most guys hate to get tested. And if they had to wait, first of all, if they had to go through the test, then you got to think about this guy. You have to find the woman. Then once you have sex with her, then you have to go get the test. And then you're not going to be able to, and you know it's going to be awkward around your chick, and you got to wait three months for anything to show up. Now, if you go get the test and do all that stuff, 
Is that chick fair game from then on out because you've already got the test on her? No, because you don't know what she's doing. Yeah, because then she could go around. So I don't even know if that would be able to work. Plus, you know, it seems like every other week they're finding some new, like, STD that, you know, no one knows about. Really? Yeah, there's, like, HPV, and then, you know, there's, like, no test for... I don't think there's a test for herpes or anything, is there? I think they can... Uh, hey, yeah, there has to be a test for herpes. You, I think it's just that you can you just outbreak. see the spots? Yeah, yeah, and I think you can have it and not ever know you have it. Sometimes. And once you have that, you can't kayak. No, if you take Valtrex, you can. Yeah. It's like a life preserver. You can, <laughs> you can also bike in the mountains. It's like those little arm muscles you give kids. So what do you think there, Hot Heather? Is that where it's at? What if your boy, if your boyfriend came to you with that? What are you saying? You mean if he said, hey, I got tested, I'm straight for, you know. No, he just story? told you he wants to do this. You think, you know what, I'm breaking up. It's not worth it. I think it would be pretty ballsy for him to actually come up to me and say that. Would you respect that a little bit more, knowing that yeah. probably every dude, that's what they want to do? Yeah. At least he's being honest and like, hey, here's my flaw, you know. I'm, now, I'm putting it out there in the you know, in the beginning. Now, so what do you think? Yeah. Would you stay with him or no? It would depend how far he went with it. Like, how many chicks he would be banging, like, all the time. All right, somebody just gave me on the IM that he just asked his wife. Uh... If uh, it's completely something completely different, uh-huh. it's like he asked his wife and she said, you know, about going and effing another guy, and she's like, no, I'd go do a guy. Movie. Yeah, if she would. Oh, okay. Yeah, if she would. <laughs> and apparently, no, she's a lesbian, so she would go do another chick. Now, do you now do you work the angle of hey, well, why don't we bring another chick into bed and see if she's into that? I mean, if or is that, that even worth it? If that's something, it, you know, even if uh, if that's something that she would be into, yeah, I think that cures both needs. How do you begin to approach? Is she into other chicks? How does I that? I think happen? you would already know, kinda. Yeah. Like, what are the clues? What do girls like? Do they make subtle? Because every girl says they'd be with Angelina Jolie. Is that enough? Or do you write Angelina Jolie letters and say, "Hey, my chick really wants to be with you. Can you make this happen?" Just to turn her so she's open to other chicks after being with you. Just so she'll know how much... But then she's uh, on the Angelina Jolie pedestal and thinks uh, none of these other uh, gym scum you bring home would would work out. All right, K-Mike says, here's the test for herpes. One, does it burn when you go to the restroom? No, that's no. gonorrhea, isn't yeah. it? Or yes, you have herpes. That's not true? Is that I her- think that's, that's gonorrhea. gonorrhea. Yeah. <clears throat> and what's the clap? Gonorrhea, that, right? Is, it, is that what it is? I believe I, so. I think so. I don't know for sure, though. I think they're all really the same thing. No, they're just aren't. different names. They all live in his back. Is that what is that? <laughs> you what can you, all find that in his staff section. You can infection. just take a culture of different parts of his back and, and test it against what you have. His whole, his whole back is a greenhouse. <laughs> this guy's guy on weather system. Yeah, it's not good. So what do you tell the dude? Hey, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Control yourself. Go Be get somebody. Some, go invest in some porn. Go buy the new Tommy Bateman porn or uh, make a trip over to the Premier Adult Factory outlet. To buy mine. Is it really going to be out on my birthday, February 10th? February 14th. There might be some limited release on the 10th. Ugh. That's got to hurt. What, maybe... only, only the first 20 girls? <laughs> yeah, maybe. There's 50 completions in it, though. 50 girls? Yep. 20 minutes each. 50 completions. 
It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, time for you to be a winner. Call up right now and be somebody in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We got Xbox 360 games that we're going to be giving away. Uh, Real Radio prize packs. Uh, a big honcho uh, media DVD pack. Also, too, uh, tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports and a pair of monster truck ride passes at the Florida Citrus Bowl coming up Saturday the 28th. And uh, some other uh, video games, The Shield on DVD. 407-916-1041, star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, be somebody, be a winner in the hideout. Now, uh, every night at 9 o'clock, we're going to come up with a different game show to play. And uh, tonight, we're going to do a game show uh, called Getting to Know Gibbs. Gibbs is our brand new intern here in the hideout. Uh, the third intern so far in Central Florida. Uh, already, I would have to say, doing a remarkable job over uh, Pooch. Uh, the combination of in, uh, Pooch uh, or Putin, Putin and, and Hooch. Hooch. And um, now, what. Now, his monstrous head has been staring at uh, Heather's boobs all the time, though. Well, I mean, who can't? I mean, I've that, been doing it too, but. We're all it looks like that. she's wearing some kind of uh, lingerie type top. We got any game show music that we can play? Now, what is it, what exactly is this getting to know Gibbs? Uh, what's, what's the basis for your game show that you came up with there, Gibbs? Um, it's pretty much just, uh, stuff that's happened to me in the past or hasn't happened to me, and, uh, I guess it. So, a true or false about Gibbs? Yeah, true or false. It's. I don't right. know whether it really happened or not. All right, 407 Did this happen? Did his mom have extreme trouble passing him with that humongous <laughs> noggin? Uh, actually, she did. <laughs> I, 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 would, I can only imagine. I think I, I came out the wrong way, too. I would imagine you had, she had the to butt? be... <laughs> she would have to be... She would have had to die, uh, been dilated, like, uh, what, 17 inches. And that's when you were a baby. What's average most? Maybe 30 inches. Yeah. Or maybe a nice 36 to some nice three feet to get that big-ass head out. You could toss a football through it like it was uh, that that, uh, that game at the uh, arcade. All right, getting to know Gibbs, it's a true-false. So let's say people got to get two out of three correct in order to win a prize tonight in the hideout. We'll go with Joe. Joe first up in Orlando. We're getting to know Gibbs, our new intern. Now, here's the thing about it. We don't know Gibbs, so even as the talk show hosts or as the host of the show, we'll be playing right along against or right along with you, Joe. Awesome. All right, here we go. Here is uh, here is Gibbs. All right, the first one I have is uh, I was once almost killed by a black man with dreads after he shot a high-powered crossbow through my bedroom wall, the tip of the arrow stopping inches away from my head. All right, is that true or false? As we get to know Gibbs. No, man. I'm gonna say that's true. Yeah, that sounds too crazy to be false. Yeah. Well, that's a huge target. All right, that is... The fact that he missed the head is uh, the, uh, the most surprising thing about it. Uh, is that true or false? That is absolutely true. Okay, so you got right. one correct, Joe. Um, I want you to tell this story in just a second. We'll wrap up the game, but let's mark that over. i got to know the circumstances around you almost dying from a crossbow incident. And the it was black a, man with dreads. Yeah, what was that about? <laughs> was it um, Ted Nugent dressed up, uh, Halloween, surviving the game, pretending uh, to be Ice T? Uh, I was just a friend. I lived at a house um, in kind of in the hood, and he came over one night with a $700 crossbow. I don't know where he got it from, and he decided to take some shots at my wall, and he didn't know I was on the other side. And so it went through? Oh yeah, it went straight through. Like probably about half of it was sticking out the other side of the wall. 
So you're like uh, Marcel, or not uh, like uh, Vincent Vega and Jules in uh, Pulp Fiction, thinking, "How did I survive this?" Rethinking your whole life of being a uh, killer. A huge head version of William Tell. All right, here we go, Joe. Here's the next one as we get to know Gibbs. Do it. All right. Um, I first heard about the hideout at an old folks' home. <laughs> All right. Is this true or false? Did he first hear about this show at an old folks' home? I'm gonna say true again. Um, actually, that's false. I heard about this show. It was actually from um a little a little twelve year old kid who uh <laughs> who had heard it that night. I guess his dad was listening to it, and I was like, hey, that sounded pretty funny, and I uh, listened to it. Nice. Always give the host strokes. Um, yes, I like that. All right, here we go, Joe. You got to get this one correct in order yeah. to be a winner. Best two out of three. Getting to know Gibbs for prizes in the High Island Road Radio 104.1. All right, I went to the same high school as Boston Red Sox outfielder Johnny Damon. Actually, uh, yeah, you're right. I I, went... <laughs> I thought you were about to give a... Uh, no, I did. Hold on, you're a winner, Joe. Congratulations. Well, what do you make that one up for? So you just figured, hey, I want to be cool throughout the Johnny Damon? Eh, yeah, whatever. What high He's... school What high school did you go to? That way, if anyone's listening. Uh, actually, oh, hold on. I think I just got confused and gave that guy a prize. Hold on. <laughs> Was uh, that true or false? Did you go... Wait a minute. Did you go to... Uh, yeah, I, uh, no, I went to West Orange, and he went to DP. Okay. All right, so that was... so he That's did... in my video. DP? <laughs> All right, that's something completely different. Um, so you went to what, West Orange? Yeah, I went to West Orange, where absolutely nobody famous came. Class of... Oh, now you. Now it's you, Gibbs. Class yeah. of what? Oh, four. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a youngin. Not only you're only 19? Yes. Oh, man, he's not going to be allowed to do any of the bar gigs or anything. That's too bad, Gibbs. Sorry about that. Nah. Uh, you're already uh, better than Pooch, though. All right, let's move on. Uh, getting to know Gibbs in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. Noel in Geneva? Yes. All right, you're in the hideout. How are you doing, sweetie? Good. How are you? Good. I thought women were always first. Yeah, I did, too, but... Um, uh, That's the second time. Deuce Chill put you up, and he didn't put you up as a woman, so I didn't know. Uh, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, dude. Do you know many men named Noel? Actually, yeah. yeah. There was a shortstop on my baseball team at South Grand Prairie High School. That was a short, yeah, His name was Noel. And there well, was he a... had a girl's name. All right, so here we go. Um, <laughs> here is uh, getting to know Gibbs in the hideout on Road Radio, the new intern. All right, go ahead, and Also, Gibbs. there was this uh, South American kid that went to my school who called, called everybody Larry that was uh, named Noel. <laughs> Here we go, Gibbs. All right, uh, this one you might, if you listened earlier, you'd know the, whether this was true or false. I uh, work for a local grocer as a bag boy. True. That's false. I drive pizza delivery. Oh. Um, is this is doing the uh, internship here in the Hyda? Is that killing your money? Because you, uh, I figured nights would be a night? great time to uh, make some money. Well, I mean, nighttime's <laughs> all right, but they're letting me work during the day with fewer drivers, so yeah. it's not too bad. All right, so it's making up a little bit. Yeah. That's good, then. All right, here we go. Here's the next question for you, Noel. You got to get both of these correct in order to be a winner. True or false? Right. He can never wear a hat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, true. <laughs> go ahead. False. All right, let's see. Uh, I write beats for local rappers. <laughs> All right, is this true or false that false? Gibbs writes beats for ro- local rappers? It's actually true. False? You write beats? I'm sorry there, Noel. <laughs> yeah, I write beats for local rappers. and. Uh... How do you write beats? Wouldn't you create them? Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. write, create beats on the computer. All right, whatever. name a rapper uh, that you've written stuff for. Uh, this It's this Big white... Big the Monsters. <laughs> Is this uh, this white dude named Lyrical Assassin? Oh, no. Why is it always the white guy that's named Lyrical Assassin? Hey, I was the audio assassin on the edge. Yeah, Dubs would say <laughs> it's the audio assassin spinning spin- the wheels of steel. Yeah. 
J Dubs mm-hmm. in the Edge Zone. Um, all right, so that was true. Let's, or uh, that was uh, actually true. We'll go to Dan and Avito next up in the hideout. Getting to know Gibbs, giving away some prizes in the hideout door prize blowout. Uh, true or false? Got to get two out of three correct. Here's Gibbs uh, and with Dan. All right, I once got some garage loving from girlfriend's best friend at girlfriend's house. Oh, that's got to be true. Fortunately not. <laughs> right, so he's just making up. Now he's like every other night. Need to make that one true. The, the fact that he could even find one girl that would put out to this big-headed ass. Uh, now here, let me ask you this. Do you have a chick? Not at the moment. <laughs> have you had sex before? Oh, yeah. All right, so you're not a complete loser then. Mm-hmm. Hmm, have you had sex in the last three years? Yes. All right, congratulations, your executive producer. <laughs> That's actually one of the requirements that we have, and Chunks doesn't fulfill it. All right, uh, Danny missed that, but you get another chance. Here we go. Getting to know Gibbs in the hideout. All right, I rarely go to bed before 5 a.m. That's true. That is true. That's right, me, too. Is that Sonyac. Dude, I have, me too. I have real trouble... Staying awake past 12.30. Really? But I get up at 8.30 every morning. Well, Grandma. I know. It really is. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I wear a nightie, too. A uh, nice nightie <laughs> with flowers. Just a, a long robe. I'm a kind of a moo-moo. All right, you got to get this one right, Dan. If you get it right, you're going to be a winner. All right. All right. Uh, I was attacked by a wild boar at a local theme park safari ride. Oh, Christ. Um... True or false? True. It's got to be true. Ah, yeah, that is true. It rammed right. into the side of the car. Uh, and then you, you fought him like a uh, like an elk, and you just started ramming him with your horns. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Huge noggin of yours. Uh, yeah, we got to get a picture of his hat. You know what we should do? We should get a picture of him trying to wear like the hats that we wear. Yeah. Actually, come here real fast, kids, and see if you can put on this hideout hat of mine. Oh, you're and, never going to be able to wear it again. That's a large, extra large. And it's so funny, he's like, he's skinny, he's so tiny. <laughs> Look at that. Where does that even come from? You you know what? You you have George Mirasan's head on Tuttle's body. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's going on with you. All right, um, let's move on to the game show. Uh, getting to know Gibbs, uh, 407-916-1041, Again, we reformatted the show. Hideout Headlines game show is at uh, 7.15, and we play a different game show every night at 9 o'clock. True or false, seven moons revolve around uh, Gibbs' head. I'm going to have to say false. There's only six. Okay. <laughs> Actually, let's go to a Liz in Orlando, ladies first in the hideout. Getting hey. to know Gibbs. Hey there, here we go. I heard you giving away prizes. You know, here's what, yeah. here, here's, here it is with Gibbs. All right. Uh, I once had 25 PlayStation games stolen after break-in. I'm sorry, what was that? I once had 25 PlayStation games stolen after a break-in. I would say that's probably true. Actually, that's false, and I'm an ass because it was 21 PlayStation games. That's right. That still sucks. Yeah, how would she know? I'm going to give that one to her. You're okay. You're getting, uh, you're getting that one, Liz. That one counts. Oh, thank you. Stop, stop trying to trick them so much. Like They're going to know the difference between four in your life. It was probably actually 23, and you remember because you were high, trying to forget that fat head of yours. What? Beady eyes. Not, not you. Not you, Liz. I'm sure yes. you have one, too. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Matt Albert says, it was it like putting a thimble on a pumpkin? <laughs> very close, actually. Very close. All right, here, More like putting a hat on a Down syndrome kid. All right, here's the, here's the next go-around uh, for Liz with getting to know Gibbs. Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's see here. I'm running out. 
I enjoy off-roading with local rednecks. Is that true or false in getting to know Gibbs? You don't seem... Well, Gibbs doesn't seem like a guy that would be... Maybe off-roading, but I don't know with rednecks. I mean... All right, so, so false? I would say that's false. I'm sorry, that's true. I enjoy off-roading with local rednecks. Um, you, oh. you and Drunky? Because I know Drunky loves the off-roading. You want me to set something up where you get to go hang out? Maybe uh, filming counterparts, too? Does he have a cool truck? With Drunky the Bear? Oh, come on, he's Drunky the Bear. Of course he does. Okay. Uh, as long as you're designated driver and you're 19, I think it could work out. Do you I have know. one more question? Um, I can make one up off the top of my head. All right, let's make one up. For uh, Liz in Orlando, as we get to know Gibbs, new hideout intern on Real Radio 104.1. Let's see here. Um, I am a drummer for a local band. Uh, is Gibbs a drummer for a local band? What do you think, Liz? I think yes. You are absolutely correct. And his head does look like a bongo drum. So, so And that's how go. he creates the beats. <laughs> Well, there we are. Dubs, do you feel like we know anything about Gibbs? Other oh, than the he fact- has a tiki head? Yeah, other than the fact that he has a tiki head. <laughs> I really don't feel that we know you, other than the fact that he almost got shot by a black man. And Destro's saying, um, I don't think that one was true. You know black folks don't use crossbows. <laughs> Unless they steal them. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> I know. You know what? I hate the fact that Dubs wrote you that and passed it to you. Huh? Dubs, stop corrupting the intern. I did not. All right, true or false, Gibbs tried to poison Tommy. What happened? I think he got me tap water. <laughs> Get that nice poison. Tap water is... I, you can ask the own. I had to leave four times to go throw up out. Did you get Tommy tap water? Yeah. I told you cooler water! You said a can of Coke and some water. Cooler, out of the cooler! Oh, it was cool water. Yeah, he made sure he made sure it was on the cold setting. Uh oh. Alright, dude, you cannot piss off Tommy. Oh no. Did he leave? Uh oh. I think he's uh throwing things back there. Oh oh. Alright, here comes Tommy. Hey. Hey, come on, no! He's new! Stop! <laughs> He's new. Stop, stop! You can't hit him! <laughs> can't hit him with that! Get him! No! You Tom- can't hit him with that! No! Tommy's coming! No! You can't hit him with that! Not yet, at least. Yeah, can we at least give him three days on the job before we're giving him chair shots? Have you learned your lesson? <laughs> yes. Tom- Tommy won't miss. If given the opportunity, Tommy will punish you. I'm afraid to go in that cage with him now. Well, it's time to go back. And Deuce Joe needs to come in because he has a story that he wants to tell us. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. From Edgewater. As far as any New Year's resolutions for any of you guys, Chunks, I was listening on Halloween last year when you got promoted, and I was proud of you. And since then, it kind of seems like you're dropping the ball a little bit here and there. Dude, just pick it up a little bit. I don't want to see you get your junk tased or anything like that again, man. Let him get somebody new to do that with. Pick your game up, be part of the crew, and you'll be all right. This is Lester Big Hands. For a New Year's resolution, I think... Bateman should come out the closet. That's it. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Heretic Destro. What I like to see for 2006, as far as like uh, the hideout staff goes, I like to see J Dubs join some type of uh, multiracial group or something like that, so he can get rid of some of that racism that he has flowing through his veins. This is Hideout Heretic Misfit Matt. Uh, New Year's resolutions for, uh, in 2006 is for Hefe to shave his eyebrows. The Hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. I like yours. Welcome back yeah, to Misfit for uh, stealing mine. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Time for us to give out some. This is something we do every year in the Hideout. Create resolutions for each other. 
And if you want to hop in, chime in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Deuce Joe, you can come on in, in there in this segment. Come on into the big uh, the big boy studio. Um, Hot Heather is also here with us. Now, some Misfit Matt says that, and afterwards, I'm like, you're an ass. What the hell? And as it turns out, his uh, his sister works in, like, cosmetology. So she's going to come in and uh, shape my eyebrows for me. Oh, nice. I'm you're just gonna be walking out here looking like Connie Chung. I'm a little worried, though, because I think if I do reshape my eyebrows, there's so much of them. If you're going to be completely white underneath Yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, absolutely, where you can see where they used to be, because they're out of control. I'm sure, the, like, right at first it's going to look completely odd, and, like, you will be able to see, but it'll, uh... It'll go in correctly. What if I, what if I do this though? What if I just completely shave them off and go eyebrowless until they grow in, and then from there I can shape? Or do you think it's better to shape with the just bushel that I have now? I'd like to see you shave them all. Really? Yeah. They get in my way. Here's the great thing though: whenever I'm playing basketball, it's like wearing a sweatband because I don't get any I don't get any sweat in my eyes because I have these. Um, two reservoirs. Yeah, you just have two huge uh, beaver sponges. dams. Yeah. All right, Matt Albert says I should draw them in like every other Mexican chick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my uh, my Latin sisters do that, but that is true. And they have a sunset painted on each fingernail. All right, people are telling me, shape them, do not shave them, because there's a chance they'll never go back. They won't grow back right. With you, they'll grow back. I'm completely uh, uh, confident that yours would grow back fine. All right, did we all write resolutions for each other? Did you write some chunks? Yeah, I got some. All right, why don't we start with chunks then, executive producer of The Hideout. What are your resolutions for each of us? Uh, there's not going to be any rep- repercussions for me. No, completely honest. Now's our chance to be open and honest here in the hideout. If you want to participate, uh, 407-916-1041. Uh, this is kind of a joint thing uh, for both of you guys. Um, actually, it's probably more like a request. Uh, when we go out and we're talking uh, off air, I think it'd be cool if uh, Dubs didn't throw water on my feet. Since we're not on air, and then I think it would be cool if Hefe said that sucks, and then throws water on my feet as well. Um, or else possibly when there's trash, like when you guys crumple up a paper and uh, throw it down the hallway, um, that'd be cool if uh, that'd be cool if you, if you didn't do that, if you didn't do that anymore. Didn't make you go get it. Yeah, cause I, I gotta go get it, and uh, also um, throwing old food at me. Uh, that's that's more like Hefe. That'd be cool if he didn't, um... So you don't want me to share? Well, yeah, but you don't got to throw it at my forehead. I mean, I'm asking. I mean, maybe to not throw All right, the what, old what about, cheeseburger. What about for Tommy? What what, what should Tommy do? Uh, for Tommy, same, so, same, for, yeah. For me and Dubs, just to be nicer to you off the air. If you want. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a request. I'm not, you know, All right, what humble. about for Tommy? Uh, Tommy, much in the same fact that they're throwing the food, uh, he knows I don't eat sugar, so I wish he would stop throwing cookies on the table in front of me and say, eat them, eat them, I know you want to. Uh, also, uh, he puts knives kind of right behind my my bedroom door, so I guess when I go in, he thinks late at night drunk that I'll step on them. <laughs> I wish I wish he would stop that, too. And, uh, Tommy, I don't really want to see any more UFC moves uh, because you reenact all of them 
uh, on me, and that kind of uh, kind of gets uh, painful, and and I can't move my left arm right now. So that. you want everybody to be nice with you. I'm just saying, you're, dude, you're being completely selfish with your resolutions. Dude, I'm just saying, I, I, it's a humble, humble, humble request, and just for this day only, and you'll never hear anything of it again. I, okay. Yeah. All right, so all I, all I have to do is not throw water on your feet. And, and please not old uh, the chicken bones, because I know you like the, the chicken from KFC. Please don't throw the bones at my head. All right, Tommy Bateman, do you have any resolutions for us uh, together here in the hideout? Yeah. Um, for Gibbs, stop talking about EverQuest and the hardcore music you listen to, because no one cares. That's actually Hooch and uh, Putin. Well, who's this guy? New intern. Whatever. Okay. Daron, stop being so freckly. <laughs> Chunks, I hope you find a way to stop shedding all over the house. I hope you get a bed, because those dudes that leave in the morning always have stiff necks, but that could be for something else, and I hope you get your own bagels. Uh, Dubs, nothing, you're perfect just the way you are. Thank you. What the hell? This was our one chance to be open and honest. I am. F.A., know your role. Take a step back. Let Dubs and Gibbs handle the show. Quit being so racist and gay. That's all I ask. Really? That is so incredibly meant for him. Oh, yeah. And since we're being honest, uh, I just kind of threw Dubs in there to make you feel better. That, That was actually all based toward you. Uh, and, and Dubs is perfect. I, you know, I was just trying to make you feel a little bit better, though, about that. Sorry, man. All right, what do you got? Uh, Dubs. All right, Gibbs. Mr. Perfect, please. Gibbs, uh, don't bother me. I think that would be a good New Year's resolution for you. Just leave me alone and uh, don't ask me any stupid questions. Uh, Drone, for this year, I want you to be... The Jewish voice of the hideout. I want you to step up and speak for the Jewish community. That's what I want you to do this year. Stop running from the responsibility. I'll see what I can do. Uh, Chunks, stop taking everything so seriously. Uh, Yesterday we were downstairs and we told him we liked his shirt and we wanted it. And he's actually taking it off to give it to us. So uh, everything isn't real. You don't have to give us your shirt. Oh. I'll make a mental note. Uh, I want Bateman to uh, be more confrontational with people. And don't, well, try, wait, don't. wait, what the hell? He just came in here in the last segment and tried to uh, give a chair shot to the new intern Gibbs for giving him... Poison. Uh, tap water. I mean, Poison. That, I mean, a Bateman can only be pushed so far, but a lot of times he'll let it uh, stay bottled up. And uh, I think he, if you would get more of it out there right away... He wouldn't be hitting Gibbs with a chair. So be more confrontational for Bateman. More confrontational for Bateman. And, uh, Hefe, this is a serious one. I want you to relax more. Just relax? Just relax. When you get all worked up, relax, man. Be cool. I, I didn't I didn't think that I was specifically over the top. No, but you, you, uh, you aren't over the top. Okay, this is, uh, I don't know, what, every time I... Frankie Goes to Hollywood? I should pop in Frankie Goes to Hollywood on my iTunes whenever I feel like I'm getting worked up. Exactly. Wear a condom, though. Act act like a Zoolander. I didn't think I was particularly uptight. No, but you can get a little worked up over little things sometimes. So Tommy needs to become more confrontational. i got to become less? Yes. What bizarre world am I living in? I don't understand this. Hey, dude, I'm calm. 
<laughs> this isn't meant to uh, start fighting. No, man. this is uh, that's crap. So far, everyone's have sucked. Right, They've all sucked. No, ser- mine are serious. Yeah, and it sucks. Dumb's user's perfect. Thank you. You're the best, Dubs. You know what? It really, I don't even know why. Try to throw it over my shoulder. Damn it. What? Missed. All right. <laughs> Missed four, a perfect joke. 407-916-1041, All right, for Gibbs, he's already accomplished his. Uh, be better than Putin and Hooch. Combined. So, congratulations. It's going to be a great year for you. New intern. For Matt Albert, get a job. Yours <laughs> 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 already suck. <laughs> Again, setting your goals way too high. You need to calm down. For Deuce Childerone, and this is serious, run with the bit. I Be can't, a Jewish man. Yeah, you, uh, you've been a radio roadblock way too many times here in the hideout. Radio roadblock. You radio roadblock. Run with the bit. For chunks, you got to get better organized, man. You were it's lit, like you have a rat's nest at home that you sleep in. Well, he had a rat tail growing up, so it's kind of like a nostalgia thing. Chunks, as a producer of a talk show, has a trapper keeper that he uses that is just stuffed with uh, random loose papers. Chunks, I want you to look at my desk in front of me right now and kind of take note of how to be organized. What the hell? you got to realize that we as creative people tend to not be organized. It's your job to be organized. How'd you get... How'd you get your uh, your premiere read across the room? Tommy Bateman, you got to be more social with the staff here at Real Radio. The fact that we were here for six months and Stedman didn't even know what you looked like means that you're not around enough. you got to be more a part of the team. And the other thing I'd like for Tommy... I was his babysitter. The other thing I'd like for Tommy Bateman <laughs> is to be nicer to women that you don't want to bang. Because you're the nicest guy in the world to chicks that... Uh, you know, you're trying to hit it, but otherwise you're a real ass to other ones. And also, I want you to write more. That would be nice. You've been kind of slacking there. Speaking of writing more, that's mine for you, Dubs. Why? <laughs> I like for Dubs to contribute some prep every now and then. Just utilize your comedy uh, skills, uh, your comedy and your creative genius more than you are. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'd say to Dubs, dude, I can't wait to be back. I'm so happy to be back on the air. What about you? Nah. I really could have used an extra few days. I could have. We were gone for 10. What's the difference between 10 and 12? And I really... Or 14 for that matter. And here's the other thing, too, Dubs. I really want you to commit to better health. I, I, I quit drinking uh, Pepsis and that kind of stuff last year. I'm saying you need to watch... your caffeine intake and the cigarettes you got to cut out you are insane because dubs lives off of the monsters mm-hmm. he takes diet pills not only off of them for him how many monsters do you think you have a day two or three that's way too much is it am i wrong in saying that that is way too much when it comes to energy drinks two or three pl- in addition to ephedra based diet pills yeah i cut those down to like uh, twice a week now 
Oh, she's not using them all the time? No, I don't use them every day. But these monsters aren't the size of a Red Bull. Oh, they're, they're like monsters. Nine, yeah, they're three times the size of it. So really, you're drinking like nine energy drinks. That's fine, though. It makes up for the one hour of sleep that he gets a night. Mm-hmm. When I go to bed at five and wake up at seven. You think they could be part of the reason as to why you're not going to sleep until five o'clock in the morning? Because you're drinking That's a monster, ridiculous. a monster energy drink at nine thirty at night. I think that doesn't have one one thing doesn't have to do with the other. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Alan and Longwood, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Alan? Hey, just one of the New Year's resolution for half eight to the guys. Be mm-hmm. twice as hard on them this year. You get a better show out of you. Be twice as hard. See, now here's the thing. Dubs is telling me to relax. I honest, Here's what I wrote down for myself. I got a couple for me. I'd like to get under 200 pounds this year. <laughs> Matt, I was going to get a job. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I'm at 218. I think 19 pounds in 2006 is doable. Got to get on my diet. Uh, your diet it will, will kill people. It has already. I'm and, doing fine on it. And here's the other thing I have written down. Develop a better work ethic. Work ethic. <laughs> no more throwaway segments. I feel like we've lived too much and just trying to kill time, and I want to make every segment count. And I don't think that I can uh, with this crew. And so that's why the new uh, resolution that I have is to somehow figure out a way to tell Chunks to go home so that we can officially hire Matt Albert as the executive producer of The Hideout. Easy. This is your first confrontational piece, uh, Tommy. I need you to go there and fire Chunks. I heard uh, Sid Cade, Cigar Sid, on the Ron and Fez show today, and I was just thinking, man, we made a mistake. But we'll work on that. Yeah, this has been a nice bubbly bit. I feel all warm and gooey inside. Oh. It's the hideout. You usually feel that outside your face. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. By the way, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, hereticshideout.com and also to the forum, uh, hideoutheretics.net. A chance for you to go and uh, be somebody. All those links on the hideout page on uh, realradio.fm. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, Dubs, what is it about just seeing someone you hate really get put in their place? Is it maybe because you never have that opportunity or you don't see it that often? Exactly, because you, uh, you look at this guy uh, or whoever, uh, and you, you say, this is what I'd say to him, and this is how I would put him in his place, but I'll never get that chance. And when you see that happen... Uh, on TV or wherever, it's almost like you're doing it, and you are out there putting whoever in their place. In this case, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, because we have the uh, the clip of Bill O'Reilly on uh, Letterman from last night. And some people are saying, eh, you know what, it wasn't so much him getting put in his place. But when you, I think a lot of times, too, guys like that, you get exposed when you're not in your element. You know, because you put on this whole thing, and then you go on to another show, and you can't dominate the conversation. Mm-hmm. You can't be the bully. You know, you're in someone else's house. You have to play nicer. So here is uh, O'Reilly versus Letterman uh, last night on CBS. The soldiers and Marines are noble. They're not terrorists. And when people call them that, like Cindy Sheehan called the insurgents freedom fighters, we don't like that. 
it is a vitally important time in American history, and we should all take it very seriously. Be very careful with what we say. Well, and you should be very careful with what you say also. Um, Give me an example. <laughs> Now, isn't it odd, too, that, like, it gets a pop just to say, hey, dude, why don't you watch yourself? Like, that's I mean, all he has to say. Everywhere uh, he goes, if anybody, you know, confrontates him at all... Confronts him, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he gets... The whole ch- the crowd will go crazy for it. I, I mean, on Jon Stewart, when that happened, uh, everyone was going nuts for it. Uh, Butterman, you know, everybody loves it to see... Bill O'Reilly taking down a peg. And I think part of it, too, is because when you're on your, in your own element, you have control. Worst case scenario, you tell your producers, cut their mics, mm-hmm. and then you can yell louder than them. Or you'll even hear some talk show hosts do it where they turn down or turn off the phones and then just continue to yell over the person. You know what I mean? And really, that happens when you don't have an argument and you can't discuss uh, civilly what you want to discuss. Again, this is uh, O'Reilly on uh, Letterman last night. How how can you possibly uh, take exception with the the motivation and the position of someone like Cindy Sheehan? Because I believe she's run by far left elements in this country. I feel bad for the woman. Have, have um, you have you lost family members in armed conflict? No, I have not. Well, then you can hardly speak for her, can you? Right. I'm not speaking. For her. Now I don't know why. But I'm like, yes, I'm one of those people. That's right, Letterman. You tell them. You tell them to shut the hell up. Finally, thank goodness. And I think it's because a lot of times you just don't see that happening. And Letterman's not that type of guy either. So this is Letterman actually being a little bit angry. You yeah, know? Letterman going out there and uh, putting himself out. All right, let me, let, me, let me ask you this question. Let's go back to your little whoa, red whoa, whoa, and wait, green wait, wait. stories. This is important. This is important. <laughs> Cindy Sheehan lost a son, a professional soldier in Iraq, correct? She has a right to grieve any way she wants. She has a right to say whatever she wants. When she says to the public that the insurgents and terrorists are freedom fighters, how do you think, David Letterman, that makes people who've lost loved ones by these people blowing the hell out of them, how do you think they feel? What about their feelings, sir? Well, what, what about, why are we there in the first place? We're there. All right, now here's the thing. This is where it bugs me, because now I'm analyzing, because I've heard this like two or three mm-hmm. times. Now it bugs me that Letterman didn't have an answer to that question. So he does what O'Reilly will do, and he deflects. Yeah. Instead of answering the question, he deflected. And at, even at that point, I'm like, oh, come on. Like, come on, Dave. You have to have an answer for that. Well, Letterman isn't a political, you know, guy usually. He doesn't take a big step out there a whole lot. So he's he's not well-equipped for these kinds of arguments, but O'Reilly is. Now, the problem with Bill O'Reilly is that he can't see the other side. Either he can and he just doesn't care because it's his shtick to do one thing and only one thing. But you have to imagine the people in Iraq and put yourself in their shoes for one second. And to them, uh, at some point, maybe you're coming in to liberate them, and then you're still there as part of an occupation in their eyes. To them, some of the Iraqis may look at the insurgents as freedom fighters. That is something that you have to be open to the possibility of, you know what, this is the way the Iraqis think. People from a foreign land are in, the, are in their country, and they feel the people fighting the foreigners are freedom fighters. It's, a, it's not an insane thought to think that's good, that's the way that they think. That's the way I wish uh, Letterman had answered.
yes, I could uh, battle Bill O'Reilly better than David Letterman. Thank you. But now, uh, so now Letterman deflects. The president, the president himself, uh, less than a month ago, said we are there because of a mistake made in intelligence. Well, whose who's intelligence? It was it just somebody got off a bus and handed it to him? No, no it was with the intelligence gathered by his administration. By the CIA. Yeah. So why are we there in the first place? Well, I agree to you with you that uh, we have to support the troops. Uh, they, they are there. They are the, the best and the brightest of this country. I, I, I got an email during that. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. And I also agree. But now we're in it. It's going to take a long, long time. People who expect it to be solved and wrapped up in a couple of years, unrealistic. It's not going to happen. However, however, that does not eliminate the legitimate speculation and concern and questioning of why the hell are we there to begin with? If you, if you want to question that and then revamp an intelligence agency that's obviously flawed, the CIA, okay? But remember, M16 in Britain said the same thing. Putin's people in Russia said the same thing, and so did Mubarak's intelligence agency in Egypt. Well, did, they did, all that makes said, it all right? The, no, the, the, the intelligence right. across the board makes it all it right that we're there? Right. I, 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 the I, I, I'm, I'm very concerned about people like yourself who don't have nothing but endless sympathy for a woman like Cindy Sheehan. Honest to Christ. No, I'm sorry. Honest to Christ. No way. Just, no way you're going you're gonna to get me... No way that a terrorist who blows up women you and have, children, you have children. Yes, I do. I mean, it's on the same age as yours. No way a terrorist who blows up women and children is going to be called a freedom fighter on my program. I, this is the. I'm not smart enough ever. to debate you point to point on this, but, <laughs> I, but I have the feeling. I have the feeling. We can about check that with the cat. I have the feeling about 60 percent of what you say is crap. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's where you go. I think he's right. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. There's no way that, you know, O'Reilly can believe the majority of the stuff that he's saying. Where he literally spends the month of December making up a war on Christmas. Now, would you say that O'Reilly got it, got it handed to him or no? I wouldn't say handed to him, but I think uh, he showed that he really doesn't have the battling abilities he would like to tout that he does. Because it, if he was really correct on everything he said, he would have destroyed Letterman right there. Right. There's no way Letterman would even have uh, been able to handle himself at all. Yeah, you could tell he was definitely taken off guard. Like, he wasn't expecting it, which would show that when he's talking normally, he rehearses it a lot. Or do you think maybe he was, hey, I'm in, you know, I'm in Letterman's house, I can't sit here and yell at Letterman, because then people will hate me even more. The way he would normally do it on his show. I'm not saying he would yell at him, but he really didn't have a whole lot of stuff to back up what he was saying, even against Letterman. Because Letterman's saying, hey, dude, uh, this woman, she's going around, she's grieving. She lost a kid. Because Letterman wasn't even pointing out exact specifics of anything, and that's usually the easiest thing to fight against, because you can just <coughs> point out little things and uh, ruin someone's argument. Right. Yeah, but the, I think the biggest thing there is the uh, the audience. Anytime Letterman says something, there's all this applause. If you take that out and listen to it, I think you've got a different ballgame. Well, I mean, the same thing happened with O'Reilly. It's both uh, the audience was cheering for both of them. It was odd. Which is just an odd thing. And it, when you watch the audio of it, too, when people clap whenever he says the thing about, I'm not going to have uh, people who blow up people called Freedom Fighters on my show, and people start clapping, you can see him get his confidence back. Like, all of a sudden, he starts grinning and like, 
hey, maybe I've won some of these liberal sons of bitches over. You think maybe he had one of his guys go up and beat up the guy in charge of the, the applause sign? And maybe that's what it was? You think those, each of those were applause signs? Probably. All right, we got to take a break. Quick break, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs live. Welcome back in, Toy. Back from vacation. Um... Having a blast. Be a part of it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And make sure you check out the hideout page on realradio.fm. Deuce Childerone always uh, hangs out. He's always doing different kinds of stuff around here for the show. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but he'll sit in and uh, third mic with us a lot. And he told, I guess he was telling a story. He had a story of something that happened to him over the break. There's a reason we named you Douche because you just happen to get caught up in the most uncomfortable moments uh, that I've ever seen in most human beings. And you say this fits right in? This is probably the worst one yet. Like this this time I actually, after it was over and done with, I made myself very uncomfortable. Okay, what happened? I went over to a good friend of mine, uh, his house. It was just him and his girlfriend. Okay. Uh, I went to high school with him and one of my best friends. And the girl he met in college. So I've only known her off and on for a couple of years. Okay, but you say you you do know her, though. Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, I mean, she's a friend of mine, but I mean, I've known him for a real long time, so we have all these old stories together. And then her I've known, like I said, the past couple of years. So I'm friends with her. So we're just sitting around her apartment and uh, doing a little drinking, you know, just hanging out casually. And I start pre- we start bringing up old stories that have happened to us, and one thing I wrestled with him, well, let me reset it. We were on the wrestling team together. Okay. I wasn't wrestling with him. So, you know, I've seen the guy showering regardless. The joke about him in high school is that he was very well endowed, to say the least. Uh, that's a joke? No, well, it's or true. A compliment. It's true. But he always hated hearing that. He denied it, and he still does, and that's where the story takes us. So we're sitting around the three of us, and I kept telling his girlfriend that he was huge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on there. Okay. Why, why would you do that? What in your mind possesses you to say uh, he's got a huge dugan? I don't know, but I did. You know what? He was doing this out of the bar about chunks the other day, too. What? Yeah, you, uh, when we uh, went out uh, with the heretics, uh, you said that about chunks. Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> why is going... No. <laughs> I forgot it's not about funny. that. Stop laughing. But in your case, it's not true, so it's different. With this guy, it's, it's pretty much true. But I, I totally forgot about that, Dubs. You're right. But anyhow, right, so, you're, so you're just going around talking about how big guys Dugans are. So, so your thing at a when you're in a party scenario scene is to say, uh, comment on other people have larger uh, members. I guess that's your easy go-to. Now I, remember, I guess. now remember this. Remember when we left him in here alone with those hot chicks that one time, ready to do that whole segment. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he starts asking uh, Denise the piece. About the size of your package. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. You're obsessed with our packages. Yeah, this is... I guess I'm learning a little about myself here. Yeah, because uh, that time we was talking about chunks, he kept going into, like, graphic detail and stuff. And that's the real reason he hasn't had sex, because it's like a Coke can and nothing can take it and all this stuff. Ugh. And I was telling a, I was telling one of the girls at the bar that. I was like, you see that, you see that guy over there? <laughs> Huge. All right, so now, all right, now our, our uh, friend, massage therapist Kat... I think it says that he was doing this. That's the one I was telling it to. And that he's small. So Dusha is doing the whole Jewish humor, self-deprecating, 
talking about how other guys are large and he's small, and that's his pickup line. No wonder you don't get laid. This, this could be the truth. Um, so anyhow, so every time that I would say that my friend was huge, he would say, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. And I would say, yeah, you are. <laughs> what the hell? So this is going on in front of his girlfriend. What, I'm not paying attention to what she's doing. Next thing I know, she is in tears and she is crying because of what's going on. Uh, we ha- we're up on a break. We have to take a break right now. Why would she be crying? Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's Al Hefe and J-Dubs live on a Wednesday night. In the middle of uh, probably the most uncomfortable story Deuce Children has ever told us. And a quick recap. Deuce Chill's hanging out with a high school friend, and uh, I guess they used to be on a wrestling team together. And the friend's girlfriend, and apparently, it's all about um, Douche commenting to the girlfriend about how large in the pants his friend is. I mean, that's not all we did, but we ended up there, yeah. And this is, uh, and just through us talking, we realized this is kind of Douche's bit. Where whenever he's out in public, hanging out in social situations, he talks about how large his friends are. Usually the friend there, because it's happened with Chunks, and also, too, with Dubs, and how small he is. So, alright, so now all of a sudden we're at the point of the conversation where the friend and the girlfriend, well, the girlfriend's crying. What happened? Yeah, she starts crying because she doesn't know what's going on, and she starts she doesn't know if I'm lying to her. Or if her boyfriend's lying to her. So she starts yelling at him next. Then it takes a really awkward twist, because then he starts yelling at me to show her mind to prove that I'm lying. And it's and it's just getting really bizarre. Okay, now why is she upset? Why is she convinced that it's not... Well, she said she doesn't know. She said, how am I supposed to know? Uh, is he... that the only one? Yeah, she says that his is the only one that she's ever seen. So she doesn't. She's never seen a porn or like I, I her I don't know, I, dad or anything. I didn't ask her when she's crying. I wasn't like, "Hey, come on, you've seen another one." I was trying to fix things. I don't understand why she would cry. Yeah, that seems odd. It seems some kind of like, um, molestation type thing going on there. Like almost like she's l- let down that that's the only one that she's seen. I don't understand or, why she would start crying. Or if that's the biggest that she's uh, in trouble because. That doesn't even satisfy her? I don't know. No, no, no. Or maybe it's like a part of that's the only one she's seen, and I, I don't even understand. So I don't understand the crying, yeah. Well, me neither. But it got it got really bad, and then I'm... Why does he start yelling? Well, he, he's not really yelling, but he's like trying to... He's like, show, your, show her yours. Come on. And so everybody's drunk, and they're asking you now to show, in comparison, that he really is big? No, that he he's claiming that he's not. So his thing is he's trying to convince me to show mine. Now, have you ever heard of a guy who is large who claims that he isn't? Like, don't you know whether or not you're large or not? Like, I think so. I think you're, uh, after a little while, you're able to say, okay, I'm not. You know, I've, I've been in the shower rooms I've seen, and by comparison, I'm, I'm not. Do you usually learn, like, from porn? Like, at some point you think, you know what? You know, especially when you're younger and you're doing things with yourself, and sometimes your hand looks really small in comparison or something. I don't know. But then when you grow up and you see somebody like Peter North and you're thinking, wow, I'm not even... Uh... Yeah, I don't hold a candle to that. But then I see dude, or uh, like Chunks says he watches porn and he thinks, oh, man, those guys are small. 
And if so, isn't that got to be, doesn't that have to be the ultimate curse? Because if you're chunks and you do have a large one, you're cursed with the fact that you can't use it. And you still can't see it over your gut. <laughs> I wonder if that's hairy, too. All right. Come on. <laughs> it looks like it's uh, wearing a toupee. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, now, uh, Kat says, and the guys who are always small say that they're large. I don't know about that. I would never, I think if you are tiny, you go over the top and talk about how small you are. Mm-hmm. That way, when you finally get the girl, she's like, oh, it's not so bad. Yeah, you I made was it expecting seem, a lot worse. Yeah, you made it seem like I wouldn't even be able to see it. So, do chill. Do you end up showing it? Oh, I'm, I can't compare to him. I wasn't about to. I'm not lying about him. Is the weird thing? Did he unveil his? I'm to me that uh, that night when she's crying. Not to, I don't know. Not, I I don't think so. But she's seen it a hundred times. I'm sure that wasn't going to do anything. That that was her thing. She was upset because that's the only one she's seen. Apparently. There you go. It's not that big. All right, show us with your hands. Yeah. How big he is. And have you seen him in an excited state or just like no. normal? Okay. Normal state. Normal state. Show us with your hands. Unless, well, I mean, it's... No, do... oh. It's normal? That's when he's just hanging out? I, th- I mean, I don't. I, I never measured, but I mean, it's... I show it again, but it's said uh, with uh, opening your mouth. What? <laughs> he's, he's definitely well above average. All right, well, show me with your hands. I don't know, probably something like that, maybe. And that's when he's not excited. Right. Just hanging around. So I would say it's probably what about maybe like seven inches, the way that he the way. Bigger. I mean I don't I don't know guys. I mean my hands. I I know you know guys because you're sitting there talking about the size of all of them. What do you say? When you had your hand around it, what? Give us. (laughs) Oh, you can't you can't get it around it. That's the thing. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) That's so uncomfortable. For him? Or have you seen uh, Boogie Nights? Yes. So is it something like the Dirk Diggler at the end of the movie with Wahlberg? Maybe a little bigger. <laughs> what? Not in length, but in the other one. <laughs> okay, all right, already. I understand what you're saying. Not that I've sat here and analyzed uh, it. No, yes, you obviously you have. have. He's walking around with a Jimmy Dean sausage. Yeah. So do you ever compliment him on his size? Well, that's that's been the ongoing joke, is he's always been like, anytime it's been mentioned in his presence, he always denies it and thinks it's a lie. All right, if this is true and you were a chick, could you imagine if that was your first time and just how awful yeah. it has to be? How you have to be, and or that's your first time and you move on and you find out they all aren't like that? Like if I had to follow a dude like that, I couldn't even imagine. I'm sure all of us have at one point or another. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry that it's uh this is it. I can I can work right though. I make up for it in other ways. I wink swear, wink. I'll move really hard. <laughs> I'll leave bruises on both of us. Charlene in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Charlene? 
Oh, F.A., you fat wetback, go back to Mexico. All right, this, wetback, this is the guy you're looking for. Go back to Mexico, I like, wetback. I like how Gibbs puts up, this is oh, a stripper F. wanting to know she could be the first stripper of the wetback. year. <laughs> what the hell? Was there a girl on there first? <laughs> I, the, he's gotten, I'll give it to him that he's actually gotten around where he wants to uh, try a little bit. Back. All right, shut the hell up. <laughs> He's going above and beyond. At least yeah, you got around. You got to appreciate that at least. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Tim in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Tim? Hey, what's going on? Hey there, I hate to brag, but I've had women the same way where some were nice and others I had to fish for my keys in the morning. I hear it. No, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> you know, so... There's differences in all packages. No, yeah. no, that's true. Some girls are just... Yeah, some girls are big, too. I, I don't understand. Any. <laughs> I just don't understand how that's your idea of party conversation, the size of your friend's uh, dudes. Yeah. So how does it end up? Like, how does the night end when you guys are getting well, into this fight? Well, after the fight started, we all sat down at a table, and I was trying to smooth things over. I was actually like, I felt that I was giving her like an anatomy lesson, because I didn't know what to do. So I started talking about the male uh, anatomy in great detail. You have a doctorate in it. No, but I mean, I know enough. I have one. And uh, while I'm talking to her, like, she's pissed. And she's got this, like, tomato jar she's trying to open. She ends up smashing it and breaking the whole thing over the counter. That's how angry she was with me. Um, what was she doing, eating canned tomatoes? No, no one was eating. She just had this in her hand, and she smashed it. Right over the counter. Now, people want to know how you're hanging out with. How do you know about chunks this size? I don't. Apparently, you were talking about it in depth with Cat. I was just. What else am I going to talk to that girl about? Her boobs, her vagina. I don't know. Not chunks. Of Seen penis. them. <laughs> she was showing them all night at that bar. She was not. I know. I was trying though. <laughs> By talking about another man's penis. Well, she was laughing the whole time. She knew it wasn't true. Uncomfortably. I probably was going into detail, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? Uh, show yours. No. Come on. If I wanted to show it to this girl, why would I show it to you guys? Because you like dudes? No, I don't. You wouldn't show it to a girl, but we're sure you'll show it to guys. No. It's not a nice, it's not, that's not a polite thing to do. Pretend Dubs is on your wrestling team. Yeah, we're in the shower room together. Well, if we were taking a shower in, at the gym, I could do it. Come on, do it and I'll spit on you. No. What is that like even? A shower. <laughs> we'll stand above you. Yeah. Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. I think you are. Yeah, you look real hot with that snorkel in your mouth. Have you talked to your uh, your dude friend since then? No. You want to call him on the air? No. Why not? He you, just, w- you just told the story. Yeah, but no one knows who it is. He would not be happy if... Uh... You were talking about it on the air? Well, I mean, if I mentioned his name... We can give him a hideout name. We'll call him Jimmy Dean. Dashing Dugan. I don't know. Maybe I can call him Doogie during Hauser. The, during the break and see. Dugan Hauser. Doogie Hauser Big Wee. <laughs> Henry and Avito, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. Um, there's a sure far away, at least every time I've tried it, I don't know if they were telling the truth, but uh, for you to find out the length of a guy's Dugan. Mm-hmm. Take a shoe size. Divide it by half, and that's what it is in inches. Is that true every time? Well, it, it works for me. It works for me. All right. Well, so, what's your shoe size? I wear a, a ten and a half. 
sadly. Ouch. Sadly enough. You know, yeah, it, uh, it here's, the, here's the thing. I wear a ten and a half. And okay. to be honest with you, I think you're probably right. You think so? Or maybe it's just something about guys who uh, wear ten and a halves. All right, all right, let's go around the room, man. Thank you, Henry. That's interesting. All right, so Dubs, what size do you wear? Thirteen. Damn you. And now, would that be true? Yeah, I'd say right around there. Would you say bigger or smaller? I'd say that's right around there, maybe a little bit bigger. <laughs> maybe. But I think it's right around the same. <laughs> All right, Chunks? 13. You wear a 13, too? Yes, I do. Look, it even says it right in the uh, bottom of my uh, flip-flop. Yeah, but your feet look tiny in those things. That is true, too. Yeah, but my sneakers are 13, too. So would you say yours is right? No. <laughs> I wish. So Sadly, uh, I guess I just have big feet. Don't lie. It, yeah, it's kind of close. Would you bigger or smaller than if you were to divide it in half? Uh, probably a little bit. Uh, probably about the same. Hmm. All right, Deuce Joe, what size uh, shoes do you wear? I'm a 12. But see, my thing is I always have to get the wide shoe. All right, shut the hell up. <laughs> it's true. I do wear 4E wide. Yeah, that, I mean, I always have to go wide. And uh, when you're... When you're at the at the place, a dude always has to help you with the horn. All right, Matt Albert says he wears size 17. Yeah, I I bet you if he lost weight, it would be true. But uh, with all the uh, weight he has with him, it probably takes up the skin. <laughs> so Seriously. Terrible. No, I understand. All right, Gibbs, I know you're an intern, so you don't have to answer if you don't want to, because I guess it's technically sexual harassment. Eight. He said eight. If it's anything near the size of the head on his shoulders, look out, la- look out, ladies. If we asked what size hat you wore, you'd be in good shape. <laughs> yeah. Seven and seven eighths. That's just, that is not the size. No, we're of- asking for the size of your shoe, dude. Oh, same thing. No, a twelve. I see you wear a twelve. Yeah, about. You almost wear an eight for a hat. Uh, well, no, nah, <laughs> I was over. It was probably more like a seven and three eighths. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What is he talking? What size shoe do you wear? Oh yeah, He's a twelve. Twelve, yeah. So is that about right for you? Mm, Half. Yeah. We say less or more. More, of course. Really? <laughs> this guy knows the exact size because if he's talking about his head is seven and seven eighths for a hat size, he knows the exact length. Yeah, you probably do. All right, now uh, Tommy Bateman. This is the one where I figure maybe Tommy Bateman, it's not right. It's nowhere near being right. All right, what size uh, shoe do you wear? I have small hands and small feet. <laughs> it means nothing. All right, what size shoe do you wear? Um, He's got to take off his new new Eight balance. and a half. Maybe because maybe your hands are so small, you think it's <laughs> larger. Cause... No, when there's blood afterwards. <laughs> no. No. Dude, you can't. I had to dump that. You can't. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but it was just still, because in the context of what we're talking about, it's too much. My hand? I don't even try to justify I've dumped it. But that is true. 407-916-1041-888-9. So, Tommy Bateman, you wear eight and a half. Yeah. And so you're definitely not... No. Half of this. Now, Maybe when nothing's going oh, on. All right, all right, all right. Well, I didn't say anything. I'm just saying. I'm being more confrontational. <laughs> I'm not interested in you being confrontational. you got to relax over there. So, True. Now I'm just want, now, 
Now, so Tommy Bateman, are you closer to your actual like foot size? Eight and a half, you said. Stupid. I'm. Oh, the actual. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He put his shoe next to his Dugan. Yeah, yeah, right around there. Wow. I would almost think you got to be fearful of that. Like, I would be. Like you would. Like you would be. Like it would be odd. I'd be fearful of two. <laughs> That's me personally. Like if you're a chick and you're with a guy and his and he's bigger than his feet, you got to think, what the hell is going on here? What kind of genetic defect is going on? And I thought that only like happened in midgets. Are they normal size? Yeah. No, no they are. They. I've have... seen midget porn and. I think proportionally they're actually bigger. Because they are normal size. All right, on the instant messenger, I'm getting from the pit of your thumb to the tip of your index finger is the exact size. Mine is uh, pit to pit, pit to thumb to armpit. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. I'll have fan J Dubs live on a uh, Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, what's coming up tomorrow? I know we're going to have tomorrow Fat Man Diaries. Uh, also, Gibbs is going to give us his guide to the weekend as to what's going on in Central Florida. He thinks we ought to take a look at because he's apparently real in tune with uh, the scene. Uh, what else is going on, Chunks? Uh, I guess Tommy said he's got a special guest that we can't know about. No, everyone knows except Hefe at this point. Oh. Well, who is it? I think as a host of the show, I should be able to know. Who I prefer you to guess it. I just like to refer to it as the best guest in hideout history. Okay, was it UFO Phil? No. Mm-mm. Well, he is pretty good. Dr. Pecos? No. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good, too. And we've had some really good ones. Hmm. Dubs, you know? I know. Should I tell him, Dubs? If you want to. Is it really any good? Yeah. I'm excited. I say we keep the listeners in suspense. I'm very excited. All right, enough said. I'm very aroused. Uh, That's a good enough hint for me. Why? What's going on that we need to talk to? I guess, you know what? The K-Fed stuff, maybe we just save that for tomorrow. I like that. All right. I'll just leave it at that. Tomorrow at 7.30, you're right. Maybe one of the greatest guests in the history of the hideout. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star I was looking at pictures of this guest the other day on the internet. Hmm. While doing things? Maybe. Hey, speaking of the Internet, it's time to find out what's on the web every Wednesday night during the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, Tommy, along with Matt Albert, uh, are constantly scanning the the Internet just for entertainment. Matt tells me he he has so much stuff saved in his favorites that he um, he, he doesn't even know what to do. Like, he constantly goes back to, like, some website about Chuck Norris and, like, 30 (laughs) great things about Chuck Norris. I've gotten so many emails about the Chuck Norris stuff. He sent me another one, too, about Vin Diesel, which is just, the Vin Diesel stuff was hilarious. 
It's probably the same jokes that are. Yeah, with, it uh, seems like it's the same list. But it's just uh, Vin Diesel instead of Chuck Norris. Matt, type me a few of those uh, Vin Diesel ones, which is just hilarious. Like Vin Diesel's tears uh, cure cancer. Too bad he's never cried. Something about the theory of evolution isn't true. It's just what Vin Diesel allows to live. <laughs> and it's something about uh, it's just it's really funny stuff. And that's all Matt does, and essentially Tommy Bateman too. So every week, Tommy's going to bring us something that's on the web that you guys need to know about. What do we have this week, Tommy? This is just, I found it hilarious. It's kind of a visual thing, but it's also pretty funny to listen to. Uh, if you actually, if you go to the link section on the hideout page and scroll to the bottom, there'll be a link to this video. It's basically this fat whore of a woman showing up and yelling at these guys. I guess they were, like, skateboarding and, like, filming each other skating, and she starts screaming out at them about, like, illegal photography, and she just... She's nuts. What does this woman look like? Um, exactly how she sounds. Big, fat, and ugly, uh, greasy hair, ponytail, and glasses. <laughs> okay. So Wearing spandex the, the, pants. So there's uh, a few guys uh, skating and uh, videotaping it, and this fat lady rolls up and starts yelling at them. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Hold on, hold on. All right, now where is it? This is on the links page. Yeah, if you scroll to the bottom, it says like what's on the web. It should be on there. All right, uh, <laughs> go to the hideout page on realradio.fm. All right, nice. What's on the web links? S- crazy screaming lady. Oh, you got to get to the links page on the hideout uh, on realradio.fm. This lady is enormous. No, I'm not! Oh, she's so big, she's like... Yeah, and I guess... and she's, You're right, she has glasses and a ponytail. Is that linked to the hideout page? Yes, it is. At the this very... is what I... This is sort of what I picture Dubs' sister looking like. <laughs> All right, Dubs, come here. Have you seen this? No. A real radio.fm hideout page. She is in, and she's got spandex on. She's got the spandex uh, pants. Hold on. Uh, when you know, there she is. <laughs> is that your sister? Or is your sister bigger than that? Uh, she's right around that size. Wow. She's got the spandex on that most fat girls wear, and then the T-shirt. That is just like stuck in the creases between her gut and ass. You know what I mean? Alright, now keep playing it. You're a liar. You're no, a liar. I'm not! I've never been here in my life. That's a lie! What's your name? What's your card? You're a photographer! Give me the card! Give me your card! 
Go here, get a queen, get out. Is that all of it? That's the first one. There's there's two more to go. This this next one, she's she's such a fat lard ass that she can't continue screaming at them. And you heard a little bit in that one, but she's like alternates between yelling and like, give me your card, you're a photographer. <gasps> so she's capable of not screaming because in that first clip, it didn't seem like she could do anything else but scream. Because it was just constantly her yelling. Again, this is the uh, what's on the web. Uh, and it, the links are on the, the hideout page on realradio.fm. you got to see this lady. I'm calling the police because you illegal thing to do. You've been told before not to come. I'm calling the police. Yes, I am. You come every couple of years and take illegal photographs. What's your name? Is it illegal to photograph? Have you ever heard of That's illegal what you guys do. What? You are getting a form. What's your name? I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. No, you guys always mess around. What's your name? Alright, now if you... Now what? Do do you know any backstory on this? As to what exactly is going on? Because I gotta see... I gotta know what's happening here. I don't know. I think she's just insane. Because she's like, you come every couple of years and... Who comes every couple of years to do illegal photography? And, and by the way, it's in the like open parking lot too. Yeah, they're in the middle of what you would say is maybe an office complex or or something. I'm imagining she has to be a neighbor around there or something. It looks like like a kind of city setting. Like I, I don't know what neighborhood would be around there though. It's she's just insane. Now, um, how about a nice cage match between her and the God Warrior? I think mm. she beats out the God Warrior. The God Warrior is fatter. She's a larger lady from the Trading Spouses. But I think uh, Screaming Lady has more uh, more fire in her belly. <laughs> There's something in that belly. What do you want? What in the f*** you I want the film! I want the camera! Tell me! Because you're not allowed to touch this to for me! What did we do wrong? You're what? Trespassing! Two illegal photographs! Three, you're not allowed! Hey. Boy, you would yell that! Grow up real quick, stop yelling. You grow up! You're <laughs> illegal photographers! Get out! Illegal photographers. Excuse me, grow up, man. Grow up. Illegal photographing, trespassing! Grow up, real quick. No, I know. I love how she's got no argument, and so now the guys are just egging her on. Like, what do we do? Hey, lady, grow up. Illegal photographers. That's all she's got. I've never even heard of that term before. I just like how she goes, one. Two and three, and they're all basically the same thing. <laughs> you're one trespassing, two illegal photographs, three, you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you yell that. <laughs> three, you're not allowed. All right. Uh, <laughs> and then the final one, I, I won't even set it up. It's just that odd that she would say this to anyone else after she's been screaming the entire day. Get off. We're leaving. We're leaving. You want to give me your name? Can you explain your story? Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, what? You can't take photography there. Why not? You can't. Can you explain me the law? I don't understand. No, you understand the law. You take advantage. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, what do you want right now? I'm tired of being yelled at by you. <laughs> <laughs> so tired of being yelled at by you. All right, that's great, Tommy. That fat lady is what's on the web. <laughs> She's using up a lot of broadband. <laughs> and she makes the web worth it. You gotta go see this uh, this link. You gotta go see it. Why? Because you're told. Two illegal photographers.
because you yelled it! It's on the links page on the hideout on RoadRadio.fm. It's a hideout Road Radio 104.1. Oh, I'm calling the police now! <laughs> it's a hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's a crazy screaming lady. Call the police now! Jeffrey, the illegal photographer, you're in the hideout. These are illegal pictures. Why are you taking them? Why are you yelling at me? I'm tired of being beat up by people, by photographers. Why are you talking to me right now? I want, and you threaten me. You come here all the time. I don't even, wow. That's a lie. (laughs) That's a lie. 407916. I love how it's just the argument, and you just keep yelling loud again. I've never been here in my life. That's a lie. What's your name? What's your card? You're a photographer. Give me the card. Give me your card. All right. (laughs) Jesus. Yesterday, we talked to my stepbro, AJ. He's in my top eight on MySpace, uh, Adrian. And he's in the middle of the marathon for the TV show 24. He's got the first four seasons on DVD, and he's watching them back-to-back, to-back-to-back, I guess you would say. AJ. Hey, what's up? (laughs) How's it going? Uh, It's going. Are you loopy? Uh, A little bit. (laughs) So how many consecutive hours have you been awake? I've been awake since 11 on Monday, so (laughs) you have to add that up for me. Um, you're coming up on, let's see, that's 48, just about 60 hours you're going to, yep. you're going to be at. About Great. 20 minutes. Yeah, in 20 minutes you'll hit 60 hours. What season are you on right now? I'm on the last. So it should end when? I think tomorrow, like around 9 or 10 or 11, somewhere in there. <laughs> in the morning or at night? Yes, in the morning. And then what are you going to do? Are you going to rejoice by having sex with a chick? While the boyfriend watches? That's how I do it. Now, are you going to even want to watch 24 when the new season starts up? Yeah, are you at, are you at least excited about the new season? Or have you OD'd? I was afraid that I might have OD'd, but I think since it's going to be in you know smaller increments, I think I can handle it and be excited for it again. Here's what I think you should do. I think you should stay up uh, for the entire next season and just not sleep, even though you have a week in between episodes. I think you should watch all of Friends and uh, Lost next. Yeah, just keep it going. See how long you can get this going. Hi, right, this is a song you made love to the stripper while our boyfriend watched in the corner. Yeah. They uh, love being operative words. So, now, it it's how many how many days of uh, 20? It's three. Four. It's four. Do you have four? four DVDs or three? There's four seasons. But they, right. it's not exactly 24 hours each, I think. Uh, no, without the commercials, it's like 43 minutes an episode. Oh, well, then I'm not impressed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> now, have any of your friends been around, or do you have a roommate or anything? Yeah, I've got. there have been people coming and going and stuff. Are they proud of you or just laughing? Mostly proud or impressed. <laughs> I, now, mind you, <laughs> mind you, he's in Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing this is the hippest thing going on out there right now. I wouldn't be surprised if I made the paper. I, you, you should. I don't know why you wouldn't. It's you and the fires. All right, here it is. Uh, his newest blog update. 24 home stretch. Finish season three at 4.30 p.m. Starting season four, 
Thank God. <laughs> so how far in the season four is he now? I guess you're what, about six, seven hours in? Yeah, I'm like on the eighth episode, I think. Are, are you getting a lot of chicks who want to add you on MySpace because of this? There was the one that called in yesterday, I think, to the hideout, actually. That was about it. UFO Phil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, and your MySpace page, if you don't go to my top eight, it's um, myspace.com slash starscream34. I did get like ten hits and like, or ten views in like two minutes, which I'd never seen before. So. <laughs> You've never had ten views in two minutes? <laughs> Not in that short of time. Um, hey, has Paul the British guy come on the season yet? Uh, yeah. You want to know what happens to him? Uh, no. Well, there's this big shootout scene (laughs) with him and Jack. Don't ruin it for him. Don't ruin it for him. Now, does he die? Oh, my bad. Hey. hey. Oh. And I'm getting this Farouz's mom dies. Oh, that sucks. I'm sure that would have been really interesting to watch uh, as it happened. Now you just have Farouz. I met out. I didn't know if that was a... uh, He comes in later in the season. <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah. What are you gonna do when you uh, when you're finished? Are you gonna go out and drink, or have you had any drinks? What have you been doing to stay awake? Um, caffeine, Red Bull. Uh, yeah, just getting up every now and then, walking around, and you know, <laughs> yeah. How bad do you smell? I I the only thing I've paused for is to take showers. Actually. Well, then it's not even real if you're pausing for showers. You may as well just stop now. Just turn it off, dude. Please, can I please? Just turn it off. You failed already. Life. Here's what you ought to do. You ought to play uh, Halo 2, and um, you know, play Madden and drink some uh, some pussy energy drink. Chunks, what if this is your next thing? I like that. This is your marathon, the 24 marathon. Although AJ has already done it. Chunks has to do another bigger marathon because I beat his. So that is, he passed the 56 hours. He, of he game. probably would get me on the TV for the simple fact is when I was playing video games, it was action, so I was constantly doing something. But I'm so narcoleptic that I don't think I, I wouldn't have a shot in hell. And he should have called Guinness because I was checking it out. Uh, they had an article a while ago, and he's easily going to break like the watching TV record even with his breaks. I think it's I think it's just a little bit past like 60 hours, which I mean it looks like he's probably gonna get. All right, so you you had the opportunity to go down to the Guinness Book of World Records, but because you're a lazy ass who throw this together at the end, uh, yeah, you didn't plan it out enough. You could have uh, been in print. You're not gonna get any credit. I don't. It's not for the credit. It's, <laughs> it's for... to get it's to get chicks. Yes. All right, here's some girls. Some girls want to talk to you. Oh. All right, hold on. Here's the girl who wants to talk to you. Get off the stage now! I want the camera! Who hey, what's your number, baby? <laughs> I need your name! Who gave you permission to film? All right. <laughs> All right, AJ, so you'll be done tomorrow morning? Yeah. Um, What's next for you? What are you going to conquer before uh, the semester starts? Uh, what do, you, what do you got? Desperate Housewives? Uh, that'd be like the longest consecutive wanking competition, I guess. But How about this? How about uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? Something that has a nice, long, extensive library. I've got all the friends sitting in my place. You think you can do it? 
Uh, I could try. How about you try this? How about you go and try to eat all the 31 flavors of Baskin Robbins? Set your sights high. <laughs> I've got 40 discs of Friends waiting for you. You seriously have 40 discs of Friends? Yes, I do. All 10 seasons. You're going to play the Mo uh, audio clips, right? No. Uh, no. Uh, Dubs. All right, AJ. Well, as your out music's playing, stepbrother, I'm very proud of you. Are you really? No, I'm really not. It's sad. I'm calling the police now. Is she on MySpace? <laughs> that was the woman that he was with. Actually, I wouldn't doubt <laughs> if the crazy screaming ladies on MySpace. All right, we'll see you later. All right, bye. <laughs> I can't believe that's my family. He sounds so dejected. I can't believe that out of my family, that's the biggest news. Uh, it's going to be in the newsletter. Does your family know about this? I don't know. They can't. They'd be so embarrassed if this is what he was doing. I didn't even think to ask him, what about your job? I didn't even know if he has a job. What about school? Well, I guess they're in break right it's now. In, yeah, it's in break right now. Uh, most colleges don't kick back up till uh, next week. Yeah, next Monday. All right, quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Yeah. Do you remember the the, uh, the spot we used to run at our old station where they totally ripped off uh, the song for uh, a big pop of pizza? Oh, I compl- Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Waiting to get sued over there. By the way, on Friday I have my uh, old air checks. Of uh, Maverick at Mix 100, Alex Cruz at Q106. Nice. I can't wait to hear Maverick. I even have some of our old bits, Dubs. Yeah? Yeah, of you and me, man. Wow. I can't wait to cringe. It's going to be really uncomfortable. That's <laughs> coming up on Friday. I played Kenny Loggins as Maverick at Mix 100, your music fix. Did you guys did you guys play uh, Kenny Loggins over there? Oh, yeah. Danger Zone? This one was, was one of your favorite ones to talk up because it's very exciting and upbeat. You no. go you go from um, Mich- uh, Sarah McLaughlin Angel into Kenny Loggins. You're like, yes, this is going to keep me awake on the overnight. Did you ever play the greatest love of all? No. Whitney Houston? No. Uh, I don't think so. It was this weird thing at my radio station where it was Mix 100, but we played no black artists. Oh, really? Like we played TLC. Finally, and it was like a really big deal because we had a black artist we were playing. It was an incredibly racist... Uh, well, it was Lubbock. Yeah, Lubbock, Texas. Incredibly racist. And the other thing, too, is we couldn't have female artists back-to-back. Wow. Dude, there were, used to be so many rules in music radio where they literally would not schedule female artists back-to-back. Because they, then you... I don't know, somebody... Now we, I, I remember not being able to play Soundgarden and uh, Hair of the Dog or whatever, or Temple, Temple of the of Dog, that. whatever it was. Right. All right, here's some of the stories that will get talked about tomorrow. Uh, I heard it first in the hideout. A husband and wife who found a dog sitter for their new puppies but left their 9-year-old son at home to care for his younger autistic brother while they celebrated the New Year in Las Vegas were arrested uh, earlier today. Well, they handed him a paintbrush and say, do what you do great. They just threw a whole bunch of toothpicks on the ground and said, hey, count these. We'll be back uh, next year. I mean, the guy can draw well. I don't see what the problem is. Paris Hilton is accused of spewing vicious lies about an altercation with uh, Zeta Graff at a London nightclub. 
and harassing a business promoter in two lawsuits set for court this month. So just more Paris Hilton's going to be all over the place. I'm sure you're going to hear a ton more about um, Sharon having a massive stroke. And then eventually him doing a buddy movie with Dick Clark. That'd be awesome. I didn't realize I kept hearing this about Ariel Sharon. He's 5'7", 300 pounds, and he's like 77 years old. I don't think he's going to bounce back. It's probably not going to happen for him. Stroke for Stroke. What would be a good name for that movie? The buddy movie. Dick Clark and Sharon. I don't know what it would be. Um, another thing, too. Lynn Swan is going to run for governor of Pennsylvania. He helped the Steelers win four Super Bowls, and now he's going to run. I believe he's going to run as a Republican. So Lynn Swan, a uh, football player, getting into the field. Have you noticed, too, that Republicans will take anybody with name recognition? That's definitely their big thing. Uh, they see people like Jesse Ventura do it uh, in the, you know, the not picking a party or anything. So uh, they've jumped on with this whole, well, I guess they did before with Reagan. Yeah, they and it worked great with them, too. You know, Reagan, of course, Arnold. And now Lynn Swan. I know there are a couple of others, too, who have decided, hey, I'm going to run as a Republican just because they have the name recognition. I feel like I'm leaving out a major name. Gerald Ford? Not like a real major name. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I like the family who gets a dog sitter but then leaves the uh, autistic kid at home (laughs) just to go to Vegas to celebrate the new year. Well, they left him fresh food and water. Left him a bowl full. Enjoy yourself. Uh, here's big news. You know, you can't leave him too much food because they'll overfill themselves, those autistic kids. You don't know that. They just don't know when to stop. They don't know when they're full. Ah, Queen Latifah has become the first hip-hop artist crowned with a star on the Hollywood Walk oh, of Fame. Shut up, bitch. I hate her. I hate her so much. Why do you hate her? What's she ever do to you? I hate anybody who will try to... Make everyone happy, you know. She'll do the movies, uh, you know, for every group. She'll do the kid movies. She'll do. The... All right, so you hate someone who wants to work? Someone who doesn't have an identity. Be somebody and be somebody with an identity. She's Queen Latifah. She's a queen. She looks like a queen. A drag that's a queen. dude. No, 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 that's not it. U N I T Y. That's a great song. I know she'd always said Paul Lynn was funny, but now it makes sense. <laughs> All right, Sharon and Dick Clark, buddy sports movie, one-sided poker face. According to Matt Albert, that's what it's going to be. Um, So Dubs, and I guess the other big thing people are going to talk about, uh, the uh, NCAA championship. Yeah. Right now, Texas has just gone up. Uh, Vince Young running in a touchdown. That Vince Young's going to be a, a really, really good NFL quarterback. Would you like to take him for the Lions? I would love it. You want the Lions? Now, I, I asked you earlier about Vince Young, and you said no. I haven't hadn't really watched him before. Really? Yeah. Oh, do it. I really hadn't paid attention to the, the Longhorns at all. All right, how about this, Matt Albert? Says, how about a baseball buddy movie, I Stroked Out, <laughs> for Dick Clark and Sharon? The new field of inaudible screams. Yeah, all right, it's 
University of Texas over USC. I, I think it's about to be 23. Yeah, that's your point. Okay, well, it's college. You never know. Oh, it is True. 23. Yep. 23-17. I told you, man. I honestly thought that Texas had a great shot at winning this game. You didn't believe me. No, I didn't. Because I've watched USC a lot, and Dude. they've looked just unstoppable. Texas Tech had a really good year. And they got just steamrolled by the Longhorns. Like, it wasn't even a contest. It was literally the varsity against the 8th grade B team. How many points did they score in their bowl game? Uh, 10. When they averaged 42 all year. Well, they didn't even put up some points against Texas. I think they're choke artists. Damn tech letting me down again. Oh, you have no idea. Wait till the the NCAA uh, Final Four. When Bobby Knight gets us like into the top 32, maybe even the Sweet 16, and then we blow it again. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, it is tech. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, do us a favor. Uh, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning, Shannonburg uh, Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. We'll be back at seven. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Roll Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. Question authority. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 
I'm a pretty girl. <laughs> I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Take it to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Take it to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. Aye, five thousand.